How you going guys? Welcome back to the Fair Income Podcast. Today we've got some guest speakers, Yusuf and Ibi Muhammad. Spoke about so many different topics like pursuing Korean sport, dealing with major setbacks and injuries. We spoke about importance of sleep and also spoke about life and, you know, different perspectives we have. Hope you guys enjoy. I'm going to ask A-Boys podcast listeners. Now you're, listening, now you're going to be on a podcast, first time for both of you. So Yusuf, Ibi, whichever one of you want to go first, tell us, uh, do you guys listen to podcasts? What's yeah. our podcast you into? First. Yeah, I'll speak yeah. first. Um, so this is Ibi? I started listening to podcasts. Um, Whose phone is that? It's my laptop. Yeah, your laptop. So I started listening to podcasts about maybe 18 months ago when I started driving far to training, uh, to go soccer training. Because I... How far was... How long was the distance? Training was about 45 minutes. Hmm. And I just... I had enough music. Get yeah, sick of the so same music, and start. I couldn't couldn't be bothered trying to find new music. I couldn't be bothered, and I really liked talking to people. So I just felt like listening to podcasts about people I was interested in. Felt like I was talking to people. Like I was talking. It was like having someone in the car. You're talking to, them and you learn about someone, but you don't have to reply to them. So you're just <laughs> listening the whole time. You know what I mean, though. Yeah, but but then with you, I know you have to reply. So no, the thing is, no, the thing is, sometimes you're, you're tired. You can't bother. You've had a long day. You've worked. You've got, you You just want to listen to someone. You get like you, you learn more about people. You learn random things. Mm. From different type of people, from Joe Rogan, from your other boys' podcasts, from your podcast here, you just learn different things. Even in the gym, I only listen to podcasts, and ever since then, I only listen to podcasts. Football, life, Joe Rogan, anything. You know, in the gym, sometimes I try to listen to podcasts, but it doesn't G you up. Like, it, so what type of podcast would you even listen to? Because you don't anything. want something like a normal convert, and sometimes converts are boring. Nah, you I might listen to it, and you're not in the mood. No, nah, I listen to anything. I don't need to listen to music in the gym. Every day in the gym, I listen to podcasts. Only thing. Or nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Yeah. I, I listen to Joe Rogan in the gym to like space out. I listen to and I did a workout and then I, I, I rewind. Last minute I missed. No, but you see like how some people between sets grab their phone and start new sitting. Yeah. yeah. I don't. You sit there, put your, yeah, put your dumbbells down and just for a second and just listen to the podcast and get back into it. And you're still listening to it while you're doing it halfway through. And if you want to get motivated, you probably listen to like David Goggins or something. Yeah. How about you, Yusuf? Are you the same? Do you listen to podcasts a lot? Nah, to be honest. I don't, I don't listen to podcasts at all. <laughs> um, I tried to. I tried to get into it. Um, but I just, honestly, like, I, I liked I liked one. It's, it's very hard for me to, to find interest in it. You know, so yeah. it depends on the topic. And if it's a really good topic, then, then I really invest my time into it. Mm. Um, How about in the gym? Like, what type of thing? Because everyone's different. Even when you're driving, some people, like, some people listen to music, radio, yeah. random stuff. Now, for me, when I'm in the car, if I'm in a good mood or whatever... Then I'll just listen to music. Honestly, yeah. I like listening. It to music. You up. I, I it like singing up. as well. So like I just so like I sing in the car. <laughs> People look at me really. You wanna weird. sing now on the podcast? Nah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in the gym, I've got a gym playlist that like sort of like you know G's me up or gets me excited mm. and just makes me want to go a little bit that extra yeah. inch, you know. So. so a reason we boys wanted to get you guys on the podcast is you guys' mindset. And you guys went through a lot through soccer, through gym now, fitness, injuries. So can you guys give us a rough idea? Like even Yusuf, like so the audience people don't know you. What type of thing? Like you've went from Hume City, played on Amy Park, you know, your first victory, FA Cup final. Just give us a little story to the audience. Semi final. Semi final. Make sure that we'll cut that out, please. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so uh, obviously um I wanna pursue a career in, in soccer. Um obviously it's a it's a it's a really hard sport to get into. Uh, wherever you are in the world, um, you know, it's always been the factor where everyone says it's the only the one percenters make it, you know, and I want to be that one percent. I want to be that person to, to make it. 
um, at all costs kind of thing. You know, mm. it's like all in or nothing. You know, um, and I went went to Hume, left left a club that I was playing for in Werribee, and through my brother and his his friends, I got into Hume and had a really good season where eventually I ended up breaking into the first team and played, you know, like you said, on Amy Park against Melbourne Victory in the FFA Cup semi-final. How was that feeling? Like, like even me, I'd love to go Amy Park, MCG, just walk around the pitch, but then you're playing on it and you're victory, you know, like plays you watch on TV. I remember everyone, when I was watching, I was watching with Ali, we just got so G's for you. You're doing a lap with your brother yeah, after. I'm pretty sure we're sitting like right in front of the TV, waiting yeah. for that moment for you to come on and for the commentators to say your name, Yusuf Muhammad, it was so gassed. Man, honestly, when, honestly I want to stop you. When they said his name, I didn't believe they knew his name. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you expected it. Yeah. But then when they said it, you're like, man, this is real life. Where were you when you were I was, watching? I, I, he, he got me and um, someone else, his close friend, we had like the close-seater tickets, like the VIP tickets. We cool. were right behind him. I have a video of him coming on and it was surreal. I, it felt like a dream coming true, man. Like even just watching it. Because yeah. all, all our lives were about soccer. That's yeah. all we ever cared about. And that's like the highest stage, like on TV. That's what I mean, like as in... And you're coming on and you did well. It was, well, it was fun watching you. So it's you. funny because that, that game actually wasn't the first game we played on Amy Park. Oh. So two weeks before that, we actually played a behind-closed-doors game against Victory. So it was funny. We played Victory... You reversed them? Correct. We reversed them twice. Regardless, regardless of knowing whether we're going to play him in the cup or not. Wait, why'd you do that? Just because we needed to stay fit. So what happens is the NPL season was already finished. The A-League season kept going. We needed to stay fit, so we needed to play matches. Mm. Training fitness compared to game fitness or match fitness is completely different. Did you, you play know? a lot of minutes that game? I did. I played more minutes than I did that FA Cup game. And sort so of that, who'd reverse? Like, how was it? So when we, it, was, it was funny because that was... I'd be training with the team for maybe two months now. I sort of adjusted to the pace, adjusted to, to the players. You know, the coaches got used to me. They knew what to get mm. out of me. And, you know, I just kept improving, improving, improving. Or, you know, I could be improving or I could be adapting to the, to the level, you know. Damn. And that day was the, the day before we played that game. The coach was picking the squad right on the mm. training pitch. And, literally, I was, you know, it was like back in like primary school when you used to play soccer at lunchtime and you used to pick the teams. You know that last <laughs> yeah. kid that you don't want? It was like that kind of thing. I was the last one to get picked and it, and it was a good feeling because that was the only feeling where you feel like, yep, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be the last one to be picked mm. in a way. And that day, you know, it was all nerves. I was actually, you know, I was late to the team talk because I had to pray and like coach couldn't say nothing. I actually played 20 minutes. I played on Connor Payne, George Howard back then when he used to play for victory. Damn. Um, and it was good. It was really exciting. I was playing left back, actually, so it wasn't mm. even my natural position. Mm. But it was good in that sense to experience it, to feel it. Um, and then when we, when we played against Val Victor in the FA Cup round... That's when the know, jitters was. The real jitters. That eh? was, that was proper. You know, like you heard... Like, obviously, like you, you, when you're warming up, you hear the fans, you hear everything. You, literally, you could hear everything. You can hear like birds flying on top of you. You can hear you know, a person having a conversation mm. on the other side of the stadium. It feels like that. But obviously you can't, yeah. you know? Even like Amy Park, like, see how Amy Park is still small, Melbourne, it's A-League, it's FA Cup. Yeah. Imagine when, like, people talk about Anfield or Dortmund's no, ground, like, like one of the biggest and loudest crowds in the world, like in England, yeah. in Germany. You forgot United. I've been, to, I've been to Old Trafford. It's pretty quiet, I'll tell hey, you that. The library. <laughs> yeah, but so, like, imagine how scary that would be. But it's funny, because as soon as you cross that white line, when I first came on, it's like you forget everything. It's just grass on the yeah, beach. Literally. Yeah, so literally. So it's, you don't even hear the crowd. You don't hear the crowd. All you hear is your teammates. It's like your whole brain goes into this phase where you just focus on the game. You know, and you want to you make an impact. You want to create something. You want the ball. You want to 
you want to do something you know you want to you want to help your teammates because there's mm. a reason why you come on yeah. you didn't come on to waste minutes you didn't come on you know not just for exposure I'm, I'm i'm glad that i had that exposure and i'm glad that i experienced what i experienced mm. that day because you know if i had that moment again i'll do it all over again it wouldn't change a thing you know and anybody who pursues that or has that opportunity then by all means i, I tell them I, and I push them to try and reach that goal you know if you're breaking into a senior team look beyond that look beyond see where else you can achieve you know that feeling was was honestly unbelievable even after the match you know yeah. everyone you know congratulating you even though we lost that game three nil it didn't feel like a loss yeah. it felt like a win. you gained yeah, yeah you gained you so much more yeah. experience. Mm. you don't you don't you don't just gain all that but you just gain you know all the things that you thought you couldn't achieve at the start mm. of the year compared to nine months later where mm. you achieved you look back and you reflect and it's really important to reflect and i think that was the biggest lesson of all did you feel like that was on the step to one percent because when you said the one the one percenters i got jeeped yeah so so what happened, that's all yeah. that's all we want to be we so, want to always be pushing to be the best versions of ourselves exactly right and, and the funny thing is like as soon as i had that moment and i you know i even went overseas that year and i felt like i was so close to making it mm. or to becoming a professional or to becoming you know what i expect of myself yet i felt like i was so far away it's funny you know it's, it's funny that i say that you're so close yet you're so far away because well, nothing like, is Nothing is concrete unless you're actually in the moment or you're there. Yeah. But mm. well, then after that, you a setback, a massive setback. Yeah. Is that uh, when you got injured? I did. How soon after the? So I did pre-season. Um, I was obviously training with the senior team, and what happened was it was the year after. I had a chat to them. Obviously, I wanted to play. I wanted to be in the senior team. We had a good chat, um, and I felt comfortable in, in you know what they had envisioned in me. And they said to me, one more year and hopefully you can make the jump and hopefully you can you know, become one of those players who come through the ranks and be part of this club. So I stayed. I was named captain of the under-20s team. Um, but four weeks later, unfortunately, I broke my leg. <laughs> Did Ibis injure you? Uh, he, 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 can talk, he can talk about that. What's the story that? behind that? I heard a rumour that your mother injured you. Okay. Maybe you got jealous of the call-up. <laughs> There was no jealousy. Okay, um, no, I'll, I'll clear it up for you boys. So what happened was, we decided to do a brother's day. Me, him, and my oldest brother, Musta. We said we'll go and play some golf. Um, we thought it'd be funny. We went to play golf. And you know the golf carts. Put three boys on the golf carts. Already bad news. And what happened was, um, we were mucking around the whole day. They told us originally only two people per golf cart. So already we had it wrong when we put three on. So it was a bad start for us. And we are mucking around all day, and we got real cocky because nothing happened. We were drifting it, man. We were doing silliest things. Like, looking back, man, we didn't even know. We, sh- we should have got worse, man. We are doing the worst things. And funny enough, we finished the game, and we are like, oh, we'll go back. And I'm driving, I'm driving, and I'm gunning it at this, like, a brick wall. And I knew I was going to turn left, but my brother got real, the oldest brother. So what happened was, my oldest brother was in the middle, and Yusuf was furthest on the right. We're all fit- fitted. So on the- you're the third? Yusuf, and then you have an older brother. Yeah, I have an older brother, Musta, who's 25 years old. And he was in the middle. I was driving. I was in the driver's seat, and Yusuf was far, far on the right. This is opposite, so the steering wheel's on the left. And I'm driving, and I, late, I turn late, and my older brother jumps in, tries to help out. And then I get that turn, but we turn so hard. So you, as soon as you turn left, imagine you turn left, you've got to turn right straight away. But we haven't slowed down, because I'm worried about steering. Because he jumped in, so I'm I'm thinking about I'm not even thinking about stopping now. So I slam left, and then I got to slam right. So when I slam right, we're tipping. Now me, I evacuated. I jumped out. My older brother, he like rolled up in a ball. He was on his phone. 
as usual. Oh, the phone junkie. The phone junkie <laughs> came out of him and he wasn't looking and it's just tipped. Now, I'm talking the whole golf cart tipped. Damn. And, I, like, I got out and I was fine. I dusted myself off, looked at my trackies, <laughs> didn't rip them, so everything was all good. But I look out and I'm, I'm older brother Musta, I look at him, he's fine. He comes, he like, he kind of like, in a ball in between the golf cart. So he's just hopped out. Now I'm looking, I'm like, there's surely one more missing. And this guy's screaming. He's screaming. And was he asking I, for his phone or was he in pain? No, a bit of both, man. I didn't know what he wanted. I think he heard a notification go off. <laughs> And, uh, and he was like, who is it? Nah, um, he was screaming. Ah, ah. And at this point, me, he, we did some Nike trials. Uh, to give you some context, we did some Nike trials, I think, maybe early in the year or something like that. And we made it through, me and him. We only picked 13 people. And you got, automatically go to Sydney to get picked to do the, the chance. You know, that chance stuff. The Nike Most Wanted thing. Oh, yeah. Now, me, he's a, bit, he's a bit more ambitious than me. I didn't really care about it. So I just allowed it. Well, he, he, he was chasing it. Anything you give him, he chases it. Mm. So you give him an inch, he chased a mile, and he chased it. He said he booked flights to Sydney. So you only remember he booked flights to Sydney. He had apartment, he had uh, accommodation booked, everything. He had it already. I've gone and snapped his leg. So when it happened was I've gone to lift the thing. So I went from the backside and tried to pull, and I realized no, no, it's not going to work like that. I'll and he's still you, under I'll it. Stop you there. So as you were saying, <clears throat> what happened was he's right until this point is that he spoke from his angle from my point of view is I looked down <laughs> I looked down and my legs facing completely opposite no way. well you couldn't no but thing is you couldn't see that no 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 I was going to come yeah. to that what happened was I tried to pull yeah and I'll give you guys a vision here I know other people can't see it but I tried to pull it and it wouldn't move and I'm thinking oh my god and I can't remember where my older brother was I think my older brother was going to get people and then I go to pull and then I go to push it up so I go on the other side to push it up and it flies up and I'm thinking whoa and it was eight Tongans just help me. Some guys ran in and just flipped it for me. And I thought it was all me, man. I was gassed. I didn't even care about him anymore. Um, I looked down. And this guy was sitting down like this, holding his calf. And his toes were fi- facing the wrong way. Facing the floor instead of facing the sky. Completely other way. And I just knew whatever we did, we stuffed up. I knew whatever we did was wrong. And So was- what was the actual injury? It's just like... Just a, just, a, just a broken fib. So that's not the strong part of your... Your leg, your leg has got two bones. Mm. One's a tibia, one's a fibula. Fibula, sorry. Mm. And I, I broke the fibula. So if I broke the tibia, it's the stronger part. So yeah. it's a little bit more longer to recover. And that would have been a whole you lot. You can say alhamdulillah for that then. Yeah, 100%. It's just <laughs> the worst part about this injury, I'd say. It's not really a worst part. It, it was a tricky one because it was close to the ankle. So what happened mm. was when the golf cart landed on my leg, it, sn- it snapped the fib, but it also pushed my tib out. Mm. So it pushed it out of place. So in a way, it sort of dislocated. Mm. So then it affected all my ligaments that are in my ankle. So it wasn't just a leg break. It was an ankle. As well as the ankle, as well as tearing all my ligaments. So when I recovered, it was like recovering the bone and recovering the ligaments and movement. How long was recovery? Honestly, they said to me it was going to be like a 10 months rope. Um, but alhamdulillah, like, it, was, it was one of those things where I had the mindset where I just wanted to... I cancelled my year out. So they, they, you know, doctors always try and give you that hope to say... You could come back for the last four games of the season, you know, all this sort of stuff. And you sort of think, okay, you know, I need to play those four games. But mm. really, I said to myself, well, what's the rush? Mm. You know, you'd rather make sure you recover well, you recover properly, and that way you can come back next year fresh. Elite level too. Yeah. Not, so, exactly. not, not you can play, or you can play soccer now. Elite level. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's at a high standard. Yeah. You know, so I said to myself, I'm out for the whole year. If I come back early, then I come back early. If I come back later, then I come back later. It mm. makes no difference. All I focused was 
is how can I make my leg better? How can I improve? How can I change? Do you know what I'm saying? How can I adapt with this injury? Mm. And and that's all it was really. So it, it was nine months. Alhamdulillah, it only took me six and a half months, seven months. And even then, you know, I was still scared to train, but I had to do it. And I, when I was training, it was started off as two weeks, no contact. Mm. And, and that was with the under-18s team. So imagine you're playing at a, a good level or a decent level, whether it's seniors, under-20s, under-18s. You know, I, I went below the low, the low, to play under-18s with no contact, just training to going with contact and even sometimes in training I'd get into contact unintentionally just because that's how the game was going yeah, of course. you know and then you sort of build that and then you hopefully play matches I didn't play at the end of the year um, I just kept strengthening strengthening and strengthening to be honest um, like right now you said when you got the injury like you know what I cancelled the whole year the normal regular person would be like oh god now I have to get back to the last four games like you said how did you have the mindset to say you know what like, is this something that you developed or something you always had? I, I could ask Ibi as well, if he's a younger brother, Ibi like, maybe would know. But I'm like, is your brother always been like that? Yeah, no, nah, I mean, in that sense, he's, I've always looked up to him. Like, he he was in the... Like, when people say they did recovery, people need, like, a physio next to him. Or, everyone's different. It doesn't mm. matter how you get to the end. But he was in the pool every day. It didn't matter how much it cost. Money was not a problem. He, even if he didn't have money, he would spend his last dollars. All he cared about was getting his body right. So he was in the pool every day, then straight to the gym, then doing some rehab. He was always working on his trying to get his body right, yeah. which um, kind of made me feel better, a bit less guilty. <laughs> uh, I, you know, six screws later, he got over it. Yeah. And um, no, and he's always had that mentality. He didn't care what was in front of him. He just, he, but he always wanted to get somewhere. But I think he realized that there was no point of trying to force the four games. There was nothing. In, yeah. I think he understood there was nothing to get out of those four games. And even if it was the four, three, two, by the time you even get to full fitness. Yeah. I mean, don't chase that because the thing is, if you don't make them full games, you may get let down, and you feel like everything you did was pointless. Yeah. So they, in the same breath, you think that you, you want to make it, but then at the same time, if you don't make that, you might lose the or, like you might lose focus on why you did all everything. Yeah. You yeah. lose perspective of why you did all that rehab. You. Because if you already set your mind to do the, like, if you if you're saying I wanted to make sure I'm ready for preseason next year, yeah. you get his body right. Mm. Instead of getting there 60, 75 percent and yeah. not right, and then you let yourself down, maybe you get injured again, and then it's a whole process again. Yeah. So I think there's positive in that. Are you like that with everything? I think so, like, to like, be honest. You said before, you give me an inch to take, take a yeah, mile. Anything I'm passionate in, anything I want to pursue, I sort of put my mind to it and say, how can I reach that goal? Whether it's study, even though, you know, like I've always been an active, you know, child growing up. Even now, mm. I'm still very active, you know. Mm. You know, even studying is not my major thing or something I like so much, but it's something that we sort of have to do mm. or find a career you know, as a backup option or whatever the mm. cause is. So even that, I'll try and find a way to, to make sure that I give 110% mm. or whether it's in work as well, you know, mm. is that how can I be successful in work? How can I be successful in uni? How can I be successful in soccer, you know, or in life, for example, yeah. you know, how can I be a role model even, you know? So, yeah. you know, even, even if my brother doesn't look up to me, sometimes I look up to him in certain things, mm. you know, and, and there's other people, my peers, you know, and like that's very important how they look at you as well because then they, you can influence somebody else that you don't know about yeah. just by your actions and I think that's why that's the true meaning of action speaks louder than words yeah. now I want to flip this to Ashraf and I want to ask him because I think he did his ACL recently and I want to know how he's been doing with his rehab well now I've learned I need to <laughs> work a little harder <laughs> nah, I think <laughs> I think everything's different too and it's situational like me I got injured and like Yusuf got injured and he was playing for a team and he was at elite level. Mm. Me, I got injured in the summer when I was just playing soccer like for fun. Okay. So then me, when I got injured and then I, I waited, I didn't know I was injured for about four to five months. 
But what? Like I tore my ACL. I didn't work for a week. Next week I was back to walking, running, working. With the torn ACL? Yeah, with no ligament. Yeah. So I was just doing that. Like I went on camp and I was sprinting, running around. It used to buckle. Like I've, I was juggling a soccer ball and then I just buckle and I just walk but off, cut, come back. You were in the class as well, so yeah. Just, just obviously for yeah. more support, but then you still didn't know yeah. that But I got that in like March, like three months later. I bought a knee brace and I, yeah, I buy an, uh, bought a knee brace, two painkillers, and then I would work and stuff. You're a soldier. This guy's a soldier. But the thing is, it was mental that I didn't know. Yeah. So as soon as I, if you knew, you wouldn't have done nah, so much. I in April. I found out and then I had my surgery like a month and a half later. The thing is, when I found out, I'm like, for the last three months I've been able to do it. You can't know about it and start, stop. So I just kept going, working, everything. I didn't run. Yeah, yeah, I, get, I said, I Yeah, I realized why I was buckling and stuff. But then I think Ramadan affected me kind of thing too because your habits changed. I fasted every single day and I, like I did surgery the next day I was fasting. But what about like medications and stuff? Yeah, because I take my, uh, you got oxycodone, like painkillers. Take a right at suhoor and then right at iftar. Okay, so you didn't take medication during Ramadan while you're fasting? No. You're a soldier. But the thing is, I did surgery Wednesday. I came home Friday. Saturday, Sunday, I think Ramadan started. Okay. So that's two days later. Mm-hmm. So, But then, yeah, I think after like a couple weeks, because the first couple weeks you can't walk. You probably went through the same thing. Where you can't really do physio when you can't walk. Mm. And then after that, you start saying, no, I actually have to take it serious. And that's when I started pushing myself and now realizing... But something small I need to start doing is going to the water. Going in the water, start being more disciplined. I think it's timing and structure. But then recently, in the last couple of months, I've actually been doing it. Because when you see the improvement, it motivates you. But when you see your knees not walking straight, it's not stiff. It's like, oh, it's still stiff. It's like, oh, it's not, it hasn't been improving. Yeah. It's a 12-month process. So you just have to stay disciplined, do the same kind of thing every single day. But it gets it, boring, but you just got to do it. Do you ever feel like it's not going anywhere? Sometimes, but you have to just trust the process. The same thing as you sustaining as soccer. It's like soccer. You go to a team, mm. you get signed, you go on the bench. You have to wait, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah. It's the same thing with money. You have to wait, wait, wait. There's a process. The first um, couple of weeks, you can't walk. After that, I only started jogging recently. And then now, but you get so motivated, which is good. So you, you get feel, so driven. Do you feel like you're ready to jog? Yeah, jogging, yeah. But not, so not consistently. Like, but do you think, do you think when, when I say jogging, I mean like, are you comparing yourself when you run, when you jog? Do you compare yourself... Before the injury, when you're jogging, or do you compare yourself now? I have a new mindset. I just need to focus on now. Because even back then, like, I was sprinting, jogging, and now I'm like, I realized I've learned a lot from, like, your Amy Pakistan. Even maybe your injury, you might have learned, actually, I don't know if you did learn because the type of injury, but I learned I didn't take care of my knees or my body properly. I didn't stretch, I didn't use a foam roller. But then then how would you know that your knees are not good? Because I never did did rehab, prevention training. Because there is, obviously, like, injuries happen, can happen either way. But I realized I never took the right precaution. Maybe this injury could have been avoided if I did the right prevention he, he, training. He, he means before the injury. Yeah. Before the injury. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't, I never took care of my body properly. He took his body for granted. Yeah. And he just left it how it was, but never actually took anything to do injury prevention stuff. And I, I get what he means. Because ACL can happen to anyone. Like Clay Thompson, a basketball player, NBA finals, he's at the best health. He tears his ACL. Yeah. It's so something that can happen to anyone. But I know personally, I didn't take the best. Even if it's not the reason... I've learnt yeah. through no, the process. Like, it, it, sh- it shined a light on the fact that you didn't do yeah. that, but it doesn't mean it was avoidable, but yeah. I know what you mean, yeah. Have you, have you had any injuries, Ibi? No. Yeah. Ali had broken ribs and Abshid has bad knee and... Bad knees. Have, yeah. you, Ibi, have you had anything? No, it's just an overuse injury. It's just uh, my, both my knees, are, uh, I've overused it. I've just keep running, running, and then I, I probably had weaker quads okay. and, and, and muscles around it, and yeah. then they took all the load and... Now they're in pain right now, and 
yeah, it's a bit that's fun, what yeah. I felt when I broke my leg to be honest when I was coming back yeah. it was funny because um, even though it was a leg break yeah. but you, my knee was affected because my quads were weak because all your muscles you yeah. know they all shrink mm. and that's something you need to focus back on so it's not just your leg that you need to focus on or not just your knee mm. you focus on all the muscles that everything start. yeah so your glutes your quads yeah. your hamstrings your calves yeah. Yeah. you know your Achilles even you know so all that's like a it's like a restart and that's that's a real challenge, and it can be a real challenge. How yeah. do you boys stay disciplined? That's exactly what I was going to Like I, I, I have uh, like you should have texted me that. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have two three week periods where I'm just absolutely in the zone, grinding, 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 and then and then like the last week or something, I'd I'd sort of fall off, and had like oh I'm busy one day, I'm this that, and then and then I don't know where for a week and a half I haven't trained, I haven't done anything. I'm like what is wrong with me? How am I taking my body well, seriously? Uh, I don't know. I feel like from a young age we've all like. The one thing we knew was like, let's say Monday, Wednesday, Friday or Tuesday, Thursday, whatever day it was, it was training. So like yeah. that time has always been taken out of our week. Like our standard week always occupies training. If it didn't, op- and now like that, I've, let's say I've gone into gym, my day always goes around gym. So it always plans around gym. So like I know some part, I need to take two hours of my day, go to gym or tr- if I have training, it's the training thing. So it's always been like that. Like it's not even just about the fitness or soccer, but we've always known there's going to be a certain amount of hours every day or per week that we put towards fitness. And I, I mean, I speak for both of us. We've never dropped out of that. We've always stayed in that loop. Mm. We, but it's not only that we juggle, and I'm not even just trying to gas us up. But I'm saying we juggle heaps of things like two jobs, two three jobs, uni, soccer, fit, him doing fitness. Now I'm do, like I, I work out as well. But he was doing the hundred day challenge that he was doing. Mm. Both got girlfriends. Like imagine all that mm. in a seven day week. We need eight nine days in the week <laughs> now, man. We need ex- <laughs> we need to extend this week, man. My, this guy was not sleeping, man. Yeah. Sleeping five hours. But sleep. Have you guys realized how important sleep is? No, no. See, I'm a guy. I'm a guy that's a very uh, firm believer in sleep. I'm talking about eight, nine hours I need, or my day does minimum. I'm stressed right now. I'm a bit stressed. I've got seven and a half, but I did it for the for the boys. Legend. But um, no, Thank I definitely. You know, I was always. I always knew I needed eight hours of sleep. But then I listened to a Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. With the guy that was a sleep expert on that. Matthew Walker. Matthew Walker, yeah, and that guy made me realize that I was on the right path. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen like the small video clips. Man, this talks about REM sleep when your body's recovered. Deep sleep, dream yeah. sleep, and this guy made you realize like how much people are missing out. When you know, when people, a lot of people flex that or oh, only sleep three hours, and it's like it's not a flex, but yeah. like it's not a it's flex. It's gonna at, at the end. Yeah, yeah you're gonna, your body's gonna shut down, and sometimes that's what I felt like was gonna happen to him. Like he was, he'd go work eight hours, nine hours. Sometimes like he was doing security fourteen security, hours, yes. and then go gym, and then come home at one a.m. and he wasn't eating the right food, and I'm thinking your body's gonna shut down soon, but he just so, kept going. So, what do you? What's your belief on sleep? Your At least drug? for you, because everyone's different. <laughs> so I'll just go back to Abshu's question about how do you stay disciplined or how do you stay motivated. Mm-hmm. So you say you go three weeks on and then one week off. Yeah. My ways. Where were you from that point where you feel like giving up? You have to look at yourself the three weeks that you just had, mm-hmm. and how you improved in those three weeks. Yeah. And then you also look if you kept going for three weeks after that break point, where are you gonna be? Oh. So you, and that should excite you. That should motivate you. That should be enough things to to keep you going and say, I want to see what I'm going to be in the next three months mm-hmm. or three weeks. Sorry. Mm. And then if you reach that point and it's another breaking point, it's like, okay, what about another week, yeah. another two weeks? And then that's from that's where you go and say, yeah, this this is the mode that I want to be in. This and then you can reflect and say instead of saying where was I three weeks before that, you can say where was I six weeks before that. Yeah. And the changes. It's but I feel like your mind sometimes plays on you. Like yeah, it does. you do, you do like a, 
like let's say I'm not only speaking for myself but I'll speak for myself as in I've done gym for four months and you know first two three months I seen improvements and I thought man I'm loving this like I'm about to change my life and then you go through a month of just you look the same you're lifting it's the, the same. Uh, lifting the same man this, I think gym's hey, just more you, than you gains lift, you lift the heavy yeah no relax tell relax, us, relax. no no we're doing the, the 10 kilo dumbbells now you know um, <laughs> no no serious but on a serious note like I I was trying to get, I gained weight, I gained weight, and then you hit a wall, and I, I think gym's not only just gaining weight, and I, like pushing weight, like it's not even about the lifting, but it's like, it's mental, you, like, you it's know, all you, mental, you, like, let's say you, you're benching 60 kilos, two weeks later you're still benching 60 kilos, and you're thinking, man, what am I still doing here, mm-hmm. obviously yeah, can't get, because you want to move forward, but then you don't want to get injuries as well, yeah, exactly, you yeah, you need to find, you need to find a balance, and you think, you've been pushing yourself, it's like, why am I getting stronger, because, the first six weeks, you had the most improvement. You went from 50, 40 kilos to 50, and 60 in like three workouts. When you go through those drastic improvements, you think that's going to happen every week. Yeah. And, I, and I, was, I was watching something the other day and I realized that like, you don't, like sometimes to improve, to break that wall, and I'm not even talking about gym, I'm talking about something else, like, as in you don't have to it's always life. keep doing the same thing. Yeah, as in, like, like, so what I mean is like, you say you're doing three weeks, let's say if you're doing of running, that fourth week where you just had enough of uh, running, mm-hmm. hit the gym. Hit, yeah, hit the, yeah, you know, I, I mean running, I can't do it. I can't run. Have you heard the concept of delayed gratification? Tell me. Because like now, our generation, like growing up, you know, technology, everything we want, we can get straight away. If I want to yeah, yeah. mo- mm-hmm. watch a new movie, Netflix. If I want to buy a meal, I just go and drive 10 minutes. Everything I want is instant gratification. Social media, talking with a friend. If I miss a mate, I just text him. But then back in the days, it was different. So there's the concept of everything we want, we want it instantaneously. Like with gym, we want results and we get it, we're like, oh, I'm not getting the same results. And that's Money. why people do steroids. Yeah. But then now it's like, we need a, there's certain things in our life where it has to be delayed gratification. Same with soccer. You can't become a soccer player in a month or become, make it professionally. It, you got to just say, I'm going to trust the process and then I get gratified. I'll, get, I'll be happy later. Mm. Same with gym. I'm going to suck it up for a year because my results will come then. Mm. But that's something that we all have to kind of like, which is very difficult because it's all mental. Yeah. And that's like, are you going to be consistent? Because everyone drops off, you know, you're going to have ups and downs. You go on holiday, you guys yeah. just went Bali, like that just, it ruins your flow pattern, everything. Not even just that, there's, um, I have, I have a whole issue with, um, with consistency, myself personally. Where I'll do things for four weeks or three weeks or five weeks and I'm going nice. And then out of nowhere, I'll just get caught up with something else. And then I'll be doing that for five weeks. I'm like, oh, wait a second, I was just doing that, which I liked a lot. And now I'm doing this, like, like I'll be doing uni. And I'll be working, and I'll just stop gym. You get me? I'll be do, I'll be working and going gym, mm. and then you will suffer. You get me? Yeah, yeah. So then, so like I like my mind's like, how can I even fit A B C D in one day? And I was sleeping less as well. That's why I stopped eating. I stopped eating altogether now for a whole year. I'm like, okay, I gotta focus on things I like. That's a leap. Yeah, it's, it's it's a bit cooked, but like right now, you said before you sleep five four five hours. Doesn't your body suffer? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that it doesn't suffer, yeah. but the cause is better. I'd rather. I need. You need to sacrifice something. You know. Mm. You sacrifice uni. I sacrifice sleep. Mm. You know. Other people sacrifice different things. It's your priority. What you want to do. What you want to achieve. So for me, I. You know. I took gym as priority. I took work as a priority. I took uni as a priority. Mm. You know. Because in this day and age, we all need money. You know, whether we like yeah. it or we don't like it, we need money. Mm. We need money to buy things we like. We need money to go do uh, activities we like, you know, and whether it's for ourselves or for others, we need it, mm. do you know? So that, that's a factor. That's a necessity, mm. you know? Um, and then on top of that, it's like sleep. Okay, yes, some days I sleep five hours. Some days I sleep six hours, you know? So you got, it changes, it fluctuates. 100%. Because the only thing is sleep um, links to all three of those things you do. 
But work just links to money, for example. Correct. Soccer just links to, your, obviously, your passion. And uni is uni. But sleep affects all of it. If you have bad sleep, you might have bad soccer. You might not work. You might be tired. Correct. You, that's so, the only thing. That's why sleep is like on top of all of those. It's on top of the pyramid. The tree. Yeah. Yeah. It's on mm. top of the pyramid, literally. Mm, I'll say it's the bottom. It's the foundation. Sleep is the foundation. You build on top of your sleep. I'd say with bad sleep, anything you build on top of it collapses if you don't have good sleep. I'm going to start calling you Matthew Walker now. Nah, stop <laughs> that. Stop that, man. I'm obsessed with that. No, no. No, I'm not saying I'm an advocate for sleep. Now, look, let's move on to... I just wanted to finish it off with him five hours because... I used to do five hours. Actually, used to do five hours. I do five hours every day. What's wrong with you? I want to know so why. That was I, the I, first time in ages. I think like two and a half weeks or something. I slept a few. I slept long hours because I have to do something. For me. I want to know how many no, hours does Ali sleep? To be honest, <laughs> honestly, I have to get my seven hours sleep, like every, well, seven, not not like eight or nine. That's yeah, a bit extreme. I'm a princess. But to be honest, I, can, I have to count my hours, like just before I go to sleep. Make sure I get seven or eight, because yeah. obviously all the gym and training I take into into account how important sleep is. And I overthink about if I get injured. Okay, it was because of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? I reckon, I reckon, to be honest, I think I've changed in that sense where, you know, I used to stay up all night and then wake up early morning. So I used to even take shifts early in the morning mm. to get me up. You know, that's... that's Force it. Yeah, you know, because I, I, I could sleep all day if I, if I had the mm. chance, you know. So I take shifts early in the morning. I used to work 6 a.m. every morning, you know, mm. compared to others working 5 or 3 or, you know, whatever it is. But now I think I've changed in a bit where I am prioritizing sleep. Oh, you're valuing it. Correct. Yeah. You know, because I realize how important it is. If I don't sleep well, I'm going to suffer. And see, yeah. another thing is, what, the, what Matthew Walker talks about is sleep quality, not quantity. Yeah. Sometimes you might sleep nine hours, but if you sleep at 3 a.m. to 12, it's not as good as sleeping 10 to 5 a.m. or 10 Correct. to 3. So sometimes I even force it. So sometimes I'll be re- I love having a nap. You know, naps, yeah, naps, naps, are, yeah. naps are part of my routine. You naps know? are underrated. Yeah, 100%. I know people don't underrate it. But the thing is, you can't sleep for too long and you can't sleep for too less. You know, so the best time to have a nap is between Dohr and Asr. Yeah, that's the best time. You sleep anytime after Asr and before Maghrib, you're not gonna sleep. Everyone's your sleep schedule. Yeah, I don't even understand a 20 minute nap. I can't sleep after midnight. 20? Yeah. Like if you take after Asr, you won't sleep yeah, until you like can't. 1 a.m. Yeah, you can't. No, it kills have, yeah. you. I don't have like good time. An hour and a half. Yeah, literally. So an hour and a half, two hours is too long for me. Yeah. Two hours, three hours, I feel like oh, I've knocked out the whole day. I went through this phase where I was a bit of a crackhead, man. I, I, I would say I'm going for a nap, but I wouldn't put an alarm on. You ever had them, man? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's taking risks, man. Bro, you have a mini sleep. That's but like, you have nothing on, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not talking yeah. about like I got stuff on, but like I'm saying, like, even the next day I had nothing on. But you start bugging out because, like, you, you sleep at, like, you fall asleep like three, four o'clock, and you wake up, it's like nine o'clock, everyone's asleep. The house is dark and you're like, yeah. well, what time is it, man? Like, <laughs> what do I do here? Yeah. And then you can't go back to sleep till like 5 a.m., 4, yeah. 4 5 a.m. You're just sitting there everything. and it just ruins the whole day, the whole the whole next two days. Are you guys yeah. like, are you people that just keep clicking snooze? Nah. Or do you put your phone on the other side of the room? I what do you, that a lot. I so, tried to, but I walk phone, out of the room and put it in my... Uh, 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 um, if I'm making up early, like, we, we have meetings at 6 a.m. Oh, yeah. I get you now. Third income yeah, meetings. Third income meetings. 6 a.m.? It forces yeah. us to get up. Yeah. You guys don't, like, 8, 9? No, no. no it's <laughs> traffic, traffic. We don't, I don't worry with us. Oh, I can't my come Lord. 6 a.m. I would so, not rock up to a meeting. And if I leave my house 5.30, I can't come here in time. It took an hour. So I leave my house 4.45. And I drive nice and slow. And there's no traffic. Everything good. It's Macca's in the morning. And then I, 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 I go past his house. house. Nice coffee on the way. Beautiful. What was it called? I'm, uh... Uh, the phone. I want to hear about the phone on the other side of the room. Yeah, the phone. Also, yeah, like when I'm going to these meetings, I sit downstairs in the living room. So it'll be got a nice couch, very nice couch. So, so I get a little blanket, pillow, and I get the I get the phone. I put it in the kitchen. I question your life choices. Beep 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 <laughs> in the kitchen. It's gonna be loud in the kitchen, obviously. And then I don't want everyone to wake up. So I'm like, oh, should I stuff it? Nah, my dad's gonna wake up. I don't want to. So I get up and go there. By the time I walk there, I'm like, I'm already up. Toilets here. I go in the bathroom because. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's yeah. smart. Yeah. I, I don't struggle with that. 
I put, if I say I want to wake up at 8 o'clock, I put a 7.50, 8 o'clock, I get up. Yeah, I'm the same, I'm pretty simple with that. I just yeah. put two alarms in the same? Yeah. No, that's something I need to work on. I think it's because you and I actually get us sleep properly. Yeah, yeah, see, that's why we don't mind. I don't, like, yeah. you know, you, you ever see people that, like, like you, well, I have this, when I don't get enough sleep, when you get up, you're angry as hell. Yeah, like, I like that, yeah, I like that too. My dad comes with it. Like my dad comes to the kitchen when I'm there and I'm like making something to eat and he's like so happy, he's full energized. Hey, it's all right, cool. And you're like, what do you want, man? Just one word answers. Like, do you not, want to? Not right now, it's, it's like when you wake up for suhoor and mm. someone's trying to talk to you. Like, bro, I just want to eat and go back to sleep, man. Just leave me alone, man. Like, because the issue with that is I see, I work at, I work every day, almost every day, till 10, 11 mm. p.m., yeah? Mm. And then I come back home and I can't sleep right after work. I'm going to have a shower, I'm going to put eat something to yeah, yeah, relax for a bit. That all adds up. And then I fall, I fall, fall asleep. So I said 2 a.m. The boys are linking up at 6. I wake up at 4 o'clock. Nah, two, nah. You two got, hours of sleeping. You guys need to change that. No, no but I have to. I love it. I love it. Because like, he goes home and takes the afternoon nap. Yeah, anyway. So, so I come here at 6 o'clock. I'm all right. I have a coffee. Talk to the boys. Wide awake. And I'm one of those people, no matter what time you wake me up, I don't care if 10 hours or 2 hours, I'm like this right now. Okay, okay. Yeah, right before I sleep, I'm like this. Unless I hit the bed, gone. Hit the sack. Oh, you're the guy that snoozes out nowhere. I'm the same. I'm the same. I reckon whatever time, whether I sleep three hours, four hours, I'm still the same. You know, nothing changes. Yes, I might be maybe on edge. Yeah. But in terms of, you know, as soon as I'm home, I know for a fact that I'm going to go straight to my room and sleep. You know? Like, I remember there was one incident where, you know, I was up all night discussing, talking, you know, I think I was talking to you, Ibi. You know, I I think I slept for two hours and I worked a 17-hour day at work. I did a double shift. And I swear to you, and that morning, I got my breakfast at a petrol station. I bought my snacks at a petrol station. And we're talking petrol stations. Mm. Expensive, you know. You're paying nearly double the price of everything, you know. What shop is open at 4 o'clock in the morning? You know, calls don't open at 4 yeah. o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you, no yeah, you know. So, I went to Willie's. Uh, uh, sorry, I went to the petrol station. I bought a 12-pack of Red Bulls. You know, I said, this is going to last me all day. You know, and yeah, like, throughout the day, I, I reckon, for breakfast... I, swear, I kid you not, before 12 o'clock, I reckon I smashed down four Red Bulls. Oh my four wow. Red Bulls before 12 o'clock, and I was on fire. <laughs> this is how you get cardiac arrest in what, one what's day. The, what's the longest you've stayed up? Because I've done like... L- well, I've now, see, I think Ashraf is a person that likes to challenge hours. himself. Yeah, I did 39 hours. I was with Legendary that day. He forced me. 4 or 42? Disgusting. Staying up. Me, it was an issue. Nah. Me, it was a... Uh, I had to. I woke up 6 a.m. on a Thursday, and then I stayed awake all day. Reached at 7 8 p.m. I see Mohsin. We go to Mohsin's house. He stayed there all night. Mm. I was missing like 8, 9 p.m. It was tear till like 4, 5. I'm like, oh, fuck, I have to go home. I have to go back to my um uh, my house. And my uh, and I have to take my cousin. My cousin mm. doesn't drive. I have to take my cousin to work. He starts to work at 6, 6 a.m. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so I go home, drop him off to work, come back, Barcelona's playing. I'm like, I, I, I love football too much. I'm watching it. I haven't said for a whole day, but I don't care, I'm watching it. Yeah. I, and the whole day, I said, I said I think, midday, midnight. Next night, when, you, when you bring that up, I have a beautiful sleeping pattern the whole week, and then come Saturday, Sunday, stuffed. Oh my yeah. god, it's the same thing. <laughs> because bro, EPL, EPL all EPL the boys want to watch Premier League, and yeah. you go watch Premier League, and then you're there till 6 o'clock in the morning, mm. especially with Australian times, mm. and then, then then you wake up at like 2 o'clock the next day, you do your gym, you go out, and then you come, and then Sunday night Premier League again, and you do it all over again, yeah, no, no. and then it takes you about two days to get your sleeping pattern right the next and you fix it week. Two days. Oh, so, my. what's ideal sleep? Like, times? Yeah, times. Man, maybe not for me, but I sleep like 3 to 11. 3 a.m.? 3 a.m. No, no, to 11. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I used to, my was stuffed for two years straight. I worked Friday, Saturday night. I don't want any sleeping advice from you. Yeah, 10, <laughs> 10 p.m., 6 a.m. I work. And I'd come home, and I'd be like, okay, I'm wide awake, what the hell? Go to gym. I'll go to gym, 7 in the morning, after an eight-hour shift overnight. 
Then I come back home 9 a.m. Then I sleep to 6. Then for the, for, and then after Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm fixing my sleeping pattern. Mm-hmm. Thursday comes back to normal, Friday I have stuff on again. Every week. Then it's cooked. It's, it's, so it's, right now, and then I, I switch jobs. I started working with Suhail. Mm-hmm. He does 3 a.m. starts, 6 a.m. starts. So everything flipped. So I'll be sleeping 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. And I'll be fresh. Those are the best sleeps. Amazing. Before midnight. Yeah. Before midnight. Let me, let me, let me, yeah. So that, I reckon that's the best thing. I think that's what I've changed lately about myself. So normally I'd sleep after 12 o'clock, yeah. midnight, you know, all this sort of stuff. Now it's sort of after Isha. Isha is like 10, 20, you know. Mm. As soon as Isha hits, you probably, maybe if you watch a Netflix series or whatever, you watch one episode a night, you know, don't binge watch too much. Watch one episode and crash. Whoever you're talking to, you're going to talk to them tomorrow. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? We all have, we all have this habit, or I don't know about you guys, but I used to have this habit where if I'm talking to somebody, I've got to keep talking to them. Yeah. You know, yes, they're... Like, they're, conver- like they're running away. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the conversation's interesting. The conversations only get better. But they're not going anywhere, you know? Yeah. SubhanAllah. So, like, you can talk to them tomorrow. And if you forgot to say something, you can bring it back and say, listen, I forgot to say this, blah, blah, mm. blah, blah, blah. You know, or, mm. you know... And, and that's what's so, so after important. Isha. Yeah. yeah. So, after Isha, I reckon... I reckon Wallah, 11 o'clock, Wallah, it is. my average, when I go to sleep right now... 11. 11 o'clock. 11 to 5, kind of thing. Beautiful. 11, no, no, 11 to 5, maybe 11 to 8. And I'm up. Oh, that's calm. That's yeah. five that's hours cool. sleep. That's no, that, that's yeah. the, I'm telling you, that's oh, my that's change. Bad, yeah, that's my change that schedule. Is, but don't get me wrong, I will have time. sleep, yeah? Nine hours, shut up. I, I, I will my have my moments. flexing on us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I will have my moments where I'm going to grind. So, for example, New Year's Eve, I work security. You know, everybody knows that's a busy time period for security in like, you mm. know, whether it's clubs, pubs, events, functions, whatever it is, right? Do you like working in those environments? Uh, it's, you it's have to good, for money. It's a good question. I don't. But the thing is, I never get into altercations, so it sort of it balances out. Yeah. You know, I'm not the type. I'm not a fighter. You know, I'm a person who calms the situation quickly, or a problem solver. Yeah. So for me, I'm not big guy. I'm not. I don't have an ego. I hope not. You know, mm. I have no pride. You know, I'm here to earn money and move on. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? You're not trying to be a hero. No. Nah, exactly. Hey guys, are trying to be a hero at you work. Know, yeah, like, yeah. bro, you're making a Macca's burger. <laughs> like, yeah. Have you ever used that line in security? I say, listen, bro, I'm working. Please, just go. Like, I'm trying to go home, yeah? Please. Nah. And the guy goes, oh, you know what? Usually that works, yeah? Yeah, they go, oh, nah. no, sorry, mate. No, normally, normally if I, you know, the only altercations I had is where, you know, if somebody is like, you know, causing, I've only had one altercation and it was very easy, you know, I raised my voice really loud and he got the attention mm. and then when I had a conversation, a civil conversation with him, mm. he understood where I was coming from mm. and he took it. He goes, I'm going to belt this guy. I said, what you do outside my venue is not my problem. Mm. I said, I care what you do inside my venue. I care about the safety of others. That's it. Mm. What you do outside is beyond me. Mm. I'm not going to sit here and say you can't hit him. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm not you, yeah. I, uh, I, I can't tell you to do I want to know some funny stories. You work at Coles. Surely there's some funny stories about being scared yeah, at Coles. Yeah, there's, um, there's people that... I worked at plenty places. I had eight jobs. I'm 22 now. Okay, I'm I, like, I love yeah. it. I love it. It's experience. experience. No, yeah? I think it's class. You want experience. It's experience, but at the same time, <laughs> your resume. I, ha- I have my, I have no consistency. I'm doing a four months. I'm like, what am I doing here? Axe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then for two, three weeks, I have no job. And, and then you start buckling. Yeah, I'm like, oh, money's running out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but tell me what happens at Coles. Yeah. I wonder at Coles. Coles is people that they um. Uh, there's a guy because what's right now? If if you're trying to steal, mm. you put something in your pocket. Yeah, I can't take it out of your pocket. Mm. If I say to you, take it out of your pocket, and you say no, there's nothing I can't do. There's nothing I can do. See, this she's is my problem with security. Why, why, why I'm telling you that? This is about the system rules. Secu- security is just police. But fake police. Fake police. Yeah, like, fake police. Yeah. I work at Rebel Wait, Sport. Wait, I swear to God. Yeah, you get, you get, I, I work at Rebel Sport. I'm telling you, 
people steal. I can see them steal. I can't do anything about it. Yeah. It like they just go shopping for free. Yeah, so good. I'm telling you, I had a it doesn't matter who it was, but I had a bunch of boys come down. They took the bag from us. They didn't bring their own bag. They took the bag from our store. They spat on us before it. Yeah, chucked it in. And they put that much clothes. I'm talking about $1,000 worth of clothes. So Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, and I'm talking shoes. So I'm standing there, but I'm not a hero. See, I always... Yeah, huge what, be, no, no, what I, what, I, what I always say is I'm getting paid the same rate whether I stop them or not. Yes. That's what I told this if guy. If the money is going in my pocket, I'm fighting. Bro, I will go to war. <laughs> but I would rather let them go. And, yeah. not, but, and the thing is, like, when you think about it, mm. you, you try to be a hero... They see you outside, they're not going to like you. Yeah. I'm not trying to... Yeah, for your own I've, safety. Yeah, rebel, won't even, rebel, rebel won't even say thank you if you try to do anything, bro. They'll tell you, why'd you do that? So <laughs> what's the point? You got some... No, but the thing is, I'm not saying that because everyone else like, no, nah, I've got some girls, boys in my store that try to chase them. What are you doing, man? Mm. What are you going to do when you grab them? Yeah, I know. Because if they all stand up to you, what are you going to do? You're going to be, oh, you know what? Just if, take it. If you it's just... your store, I understand. But if you... If you oh, yeah, if you own it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. A rebel sport like corporation? Yeah. Don't care. So tell us some calls. The calls thing where people come in. Stuff their pants and you can see a massive bulge here. Like, come on, cuz. Like, some guy, okay, some people just know the rules and go, nah, not to get the out and just walk out and walk off. Situation. Yeah, they, when they know that, they're untouchable. Yeah, <laughs> but there's people that are like, young kids, they're not gonna take it out, but they're not smart enough to know that. But this guy can't touch me. He's just talking to me right now. I can just walk off. He can't do anything about it. And they just stand there and talk to me. I'm like, bro, come on. Like, I can see it. Take it out. He's like, nah, some guy tried to make an excuse. He went to a lolly section, drink section, went all the way left to, to, to the other side of the store, stuffed down his pants, comes down to the front. I'm like, mate, come, bring that. I saw you. Come on. And then he goes, nah, I have nothing, bro. And then he goes, I'm like, bro, I can see it. What are you talking about? I'm not being... <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. Like, and he goes, and then this guy, I, 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 I can tell you his first time doing it or something, the second time doing it. He goes, bro, like, I have to tell you the truth. I'm like, what? And he goes, this is not for me. I'm like, for who? Who's it? He's like, can you see my girlfriend down there? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what, what about her? And he goes, um, she's pregnant. What? And she just wants some lollies and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> nah, at that point, you're going to leave him. And I'm like, what? I'm like, listen, bro, next time you come to a store, I'm following you, but leave, go home. Because I, I, I can't take it out. I can't literally grab out of his pants, you know? But we had a kid that came to Rebel that stole. He's probably 13 years old, probably never stole before. Our manager had enough. I'm telling you, like, my Rebel store gets, like, you yeah, get licked abuse, all the time, yeah. yeah? And you can't do anything. You know they're walking out and you, they beep that loud, like, everyone beeps. Like, if you ten of them, bro, and you just stress, you're like, the thing is, for the workers, it's not only they, they stole, you have to go figure out what they stole. Because you have to take, because yeah, you have to level the system, count, yeah. yeah, for the stock count. Because yeah. come stock take, you're stuffed. Yeah. Now, that's what they get stressed about. But with us, it's shoes, it's very easy. I work in the footwear section, but with the clothing, it's, it's wraps for them. Now, this kid stole... And we, they grabbed him and they tried to put him to the back and they tried to rip him and he started crying. Oh, we're gonna do it again. The boys he came with, there were two older boys, like 25 year olds, they dipped on him. They just yeah. left the kid, bro. He was crying there. No one yeah. cared. And I was saying, bro, what a sad life, bro. Yeah. That's all they did. Still, they, the same else. people, bro. Yeah. Come in. And, and you know what I think as well? You're sitting in front of a sport. If you really needed a t shirt, go Kmart. You don't need the latest Nike t shirt. <laughs> yeah, nah, you don't. Well, they don't. It's yeah. eager. It's what baby. Well, you don't need. I want the, it. Well, you don't need the Adidas trackies. Yeah. No, go no, factory. No. Go Kmart. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Ah, I don't care where you go, but you don't. You definitely don't need these. Underrated, yeah. Underrated boys. Look down by a lot of guys, and I see them shopping. Them like, oh, I can see you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just take a photo of yeah. it. Yeah. I swear to God. But yeah, some weird, some weird things happen. Oh, mm. especially at work, bro. But at Macca's, it was even worse. Macca's security overnight. I worked at McDonald's. I'm like the first time. What? He goes, bro, my, my, my boss calls me and he's like, hey, okay, work at McDonald's. I'm like, what? 
what do you mean? I'm a security guard. He goes, no, 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 as a security guard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done for the Yeah, and then, and then he goes there. No, no, there's a bit, bit of trouble there. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's Mac is. What can, I, what can possibly happen? And then you right, go there, you realize, middle of the city, opposite QV. Okay. City, I worked there for two, three years. And then it was, it was smashed, Friday night especially. And then people come in and just try, like, doing the dumbest things in the world. Okay, open the toilet, my toilet's closed. Huh? You lose it. I mean, listen, I can't open it for you. There's a toilet across the road. Go there. Nah. They don't really, and the good thing about Mac is, is we can touch him. Oh, you? Yeah. And there's two of us. But what's the limit? Like, what do you mean? As in, as in listen, you mate. You set your own limit. In, listen, mate. Can you please leave the store? We don't want you here. Get out. You're causing trouble. You're causing the manager grief. You're causing the customers to feel uncomfortable. Can you get out the store, please? Nah. Get out the store, please. Nah. Last warning. If you don't leave, you are now trespassing. Get out. Nah. Bang. That's a leak. If the cops come, the cops go straight past me, go to the um, uh, the back, look at the cameras. Yeah, you're right, okay, mate. All good. Like, so, the last time we threw out two ladies, I had to grab a lady and throw her. And then, and, then, and then everyone in the store is going, you're done. <laughs> you're done? Yeah, you're done. You're, done. <laughs> you're right off. I, I'm a, I, I study law. I'm a lawyer. The cops are going to chuck you in jail. You're done, mate. I'm like, get out of here. And then the cops come. Right past me, go to the um, uh, the back, and they're gonna come here. We're gonna take a fake statement off you. I swear to God, this is nice. Come, come, come. Ignore her. You, you did your job. Just so she can shut up. We just um, fake write some stuff and talk to me. Okay, thank you, mate. Shake his hand. There you go. Out. Done. That's the. St- but but the downside of that is if there's if there's nine boys in the store, taking the piss out of me. Yeah, you gotta know yeah. your place, but you can't start punching yeah. up with nine boys. No, no, no. Do you call the cops then? Or what do you do? Do um, you know what I'm saying? Like, you only have his New Year's. Like, I worked last day New Year's, 10-hour shift, and... At Macca's? Yeah, and this was a nine. This is, like, 15 boys. 15, 16 boys. Go back at Macca's, sit down, munch it out. They can munch out, all good. They don't want to leave. It's time to close. Mate, can you get out? They ignore you. Boys. Boys? Ignore you. <laughs> and then, and then, and then my boss, Lebo guy, big guy. Boys! What you need is Islander. Oh. Like no one messes with the islanders. Islanders are so they're so nice. They're the nicest they're the people. people. Yeah. Like, get on the get on the wrong side. If they like you, you're good for life, bro. You're elite. Like, bro, <laughs> the, my attitude changes at Rebel yeah. when Ireland comes in. You, yeah, you want me to do it? Yeah, you want me to put the shoe yeah. on for you, bro? Yeah, I'll do, I'll do whatever you want, bro. <laughs> lovely, lovely people. So yeah. we had an incident this morning driving on the freeway. I thought he was Islander. I don't know if he reckons he's not Islander. Yeah. And you know he was he was in the fast lane and there was a car that was blocking him. You know. So he, he was, he, the, the car, let's say the car in front was red, the guy, the Islander car was blue. And the guy was going 100, you're in the right lane, move. You know, that's, that's, that, that's, the, that's the logic behind it, you know? But to be fair, the blue car was tailgating. So I was yeah. trying, to, trying to give him the warning, you know, get out, get out, get out. So what happens is, all right, the Islander, obviously, I think he was Islander. You know, I could be wrong, Allahu Alam, you know? And he went into the other lane on the left-hand side and tried to overtake him. But as he's trying to overtake, the red car speeds up. <laughs> yeah. But I think the incident beforehand, the only reason the red car sped up is because the Islander put his hand out and he's like, 
like you know one of those ones you know you're just like oh my god you know another one of those cars you know so as the blue car tries to speed up the red car's speeding up yeah and i said to ivy at the time i was driving to come here i said have a look at this have a look at this have a look at this you know and as so i overtook the red car per normal right where'd you come into this right no 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 he was just natural like the red car went slow yeah so the blue car went around the other way you know whatever and we went around the red car i look into the red cars but and he's laughing having a joke with his friend you know and the blue car got stuck somewhere else. Anyway, before you know it, there was a moment. The red car was on the right-hand lane, per normal. The blue car was next to it. The Islander looking at it, and they're having a conversation. And yeah. he literally, like, was in their lane almost, oh. you know. He actually crossed it a little bit, but then came back in. But I feel like I wasn't, I wasn't sure if he was trying to run him off the road, or was he just trying to get closer so he can, like, you know, have that conversation. Yeah. But it was just so weird, you know, and, like, don't cross the island. Don't cross the island. Yusuf, you said you use your phone a lot. Do you use your phone when you're driving? Like, like <clears throat> yeah, I like, had an like, accident. I had an accident using my phone. <clears throat> I, had, I had the same thing. Yeah. You on your yeah. phone when you're driving? Yeah, like it was GPS, and then it was plugged into my AUX, and then the, it didn't work. I pulled out the cord, I put it back in, and then I had to switch it to got to go back to the app. But hit one car, hit another car, hit another car. Okay, first of all, God bless you. Second, just before you go, do you mean you're always on your phone? No, it was only oh, just that one time. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, Everything no. else, I just play something. No, Did anyone get hurt? Always. No, alhamdulillah. It was, it was, it was like 30 k's, but no, then no, it was just I'm talking, No, no, I'm talking about this guy. Is it texting? Texting, on maps, changing songs, you name it. You know, like I'm always on it. Not like, you know, you have that thing where it's like, no, I know the road. I know this, I know yeah. that, you know. So that, that kind of thing. You know, I've been on this road a hundred times. Yeah, you know? you'd be yeah. overconfident. Yeah. Did you scroll? Or yeah. did you just reply to messages? No, I just we're, reply, we're, I reply, like Calling I mean, someone isn't that deep sometimes. Like you just press call. But like scrolling on Insta. No, no, no. no I'm not that far. No, I know people far. that scroll that's on Insta. Cool. No, I just, I just, I just reply. No, no, no. I just reply or I change a song or I pick a song, you know? It's not too bad. Yeah, but and that's what happened. When I was changing the song, I looked down. And before you know it, I look up and there's a taxi turning right. I oh. just swerved, man. And I just went. Hit boom. the back of it. Yeah. So, my, my, so if I hit straight on, my car would have been ridden off. Straight up, you know, but alhamdulillah, like, you going I, fast? I, I, I swerved. No, I was going 60. I was, but I you know, 60 off. is like normal, is but it can do a bad yeah. accident. Now, but so, 60 to a stopped car. Yeah, yeah. you stopped. You know, yeah. so like literally, so my me. mirror was gone, my rim was gone, my side bumper was gone. You Did know. you learn from that? Huh? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'll tell you myself. He, got, no. he gets fines for being on his phone. He's got a fine. One fine. There's one fine. So, but you think you learn from that? But to be honest, it's, I blame WhatsApp for that. I can blame WhatsApp. Why? You know, you know when you're messaging somebody important. I say my dad. I was actually mm. messaging my dad, and I was telling him, you know, good news, for example, you know. And as I'm driving, you know, and you know how WhatsApp says typing. Mm. I'm like, oh, he's typing, you know. So I get excited, <laughs> you know. And because my dad lives overseas, so it's, it's, you know that time change it's, it's is different. Big, it's a big deal. Yeah. So he's not busy. So when he's typing, it's like, okay, I want to see what he says. I want to see what he says. So I'm staring at the phone. The problem is you're staring at the phone for too long. Yeah. But without realizing that your hands on the wheel, but as you're staring at, you're drifting on in and out the road. No. Let alone the car next to me was an undercover cop car. All they had to do. That's unlucky, bro. All they had to do. All they had to do was literally drive really fast, which they did. Look into it, and they saw me on my phone, and pull over. Nah, I don't so, know if it's unlucky. I wouldn't say it's unlucky. But undercover is kind of a situation where it's like, you can't really do anything. You don't know that they're next to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, I mean... No, me, you know, that was kind of his... Obviously, yeah, his, yeah. Do you use your phone when you're driving, Evie? Nah, uh, I, I set it on my right. I put a podcast on. If I have maps, it's like this. That's the best thing about podcasts. You never have to change it. That's exactly Music, podcast. you always have to change yeah. it. No, yeah, so I I don't, no, no but, but I'm lucky. Like, my car, I can change stuff. On the steering wheel. I, I know. I, yeah, I have steering wheel Bluetooth. It tells you what's playing. Yeah. It, you can change the minutes, stuff like that. But like, I, I, I know some people don't have that. But nah, man. Like, if I need to change something, I wait till I'm at red light. Yeah. 
But I get you know sometimes I'll go on my phone like I'm not I'm not an angel but like like but just quickly but I could never constantly go on my phone and I I realized that when I was young because when I started driving <laughs> I started driving I had my L's and I was driving by myself. And I was on my phone, and I tried to suss it. I seen my brother's doing it. I'm like, oh, that can't be that hard. Obviously, I was just doing what they I seen. Yeah. Bro, all I thought was I was on off the road. <laughs> I climbed the curb and I was off the road into like, green grass. And I stopped. I came back out. Put my phone. That said, it's not for me. <laughs> I knew that. Bro, just think about how bad. And this bro, accepted I was, it. No, bro. <laughs> I, and this is the road I've been driving on all my life. Yeah. Like, I know, like, not even driving on. Like, You've sorry, been on. like been on. I know everything. Bro, I just I didn't swerve with the road. Like you know how like, the little yeah. I just went off straight up. And it wasn't just off, like, I went into a curb, off the thing. Oh. I never told anyone. You if I told my mum, my mum wouldn't let me drive a car anymore. I did tell my brother we'd be talking about things we'd never heard before. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, no, honestly, and then I knew from that day on, don't, nah, it's not for me. Yeah. Some people, I don't know how they do it, but, but, like, you're, but if you, uh, honestly, like, eventually, like, a car accident, it's going to happen again. Yeah, exactly. Because like, yeah. someone might break last second. That's happened with me. The guy was trying to take a, overtake a tra- tram. He didn't. He broke, and then I just didn't have enough time to break. Mm. So, so my theory is this. So this is I see little signs. So, for example, if I'm on my phone and I, there's a close call, I just throw my phone, and I, I mean throw it. What he so, means, but what, he, what I think Ashraf means is one day it won't be a close call. Yeah, like yeah. One well, day. I'm saying like oh. I had uh, I had almost death. Uh, oh, I should have died. Oh, I, I love swear this guy. Uh, <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God. And mind you, I was using my okay, I use my phone. Okay, I only use my phone when I'm in like. The, the area like if right now I'm going from my house to Macca's or my house to a mate's house down the road your nest statistics is you're more likely to get in a car accident closer to home obviously because you're more comfortable yeah, you're so more you more lower your guard and then, yeah you yeah, get cocky and I just <laughs> uh, me like, when I listen to, to music I try, I try to stop music altogether because first it's not good and secondly speaking I'm sick of the same songs yeah it's, it's like a, in my head Bro, it could be a new song it sounds exactly the same as the other yeah, one yeah exactly yeah. Just a, anyway just tell us how you're on the side anyway I'm, uh, it's 6 in the morning I'm going, I'm going to work and then I'm, uh, I already put on a podcast and I put the phone down. So I'm driving and I'm going from our area. So I'm going to Leaks Road, mm. turn it onto the freeway and then yeah, you go around the bend and then <laughs> round the bend and, I'm, and I'll just do a head check to try to jump, jump on the freeway. But the car in front of me stopped completely. So you're rolling into it? So, I'm, so I look back and now I'm right behind it. Lucky, lucky when I looked here, there was no one there. If someone's there, ah, yeah. I go here, I'm dead. Yeah, well, I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I did this way, and then like, his car was a U. There was a U with the metal tray at the back. Oh. So, so it was a bit high as well. It wasn't low. You know, their cars didn't yeah. even get hurt compared to yeah, ours. Yeah. It's like they didn't get touched. His car, his car went inside my car. Inside my car. Wait, it's the passenger side. Yeah, passenger side. Yeah, if someone's there, yeah. dead, they're gone. And then I'm also called, his car got stuck inside my car. So his car, my car's here, his car's inside my car like and this. And that guy had a job to be at. Yeah. And then mind you, his car, the only thing that was stuffed up is, do you know the brake light and the indicator light? The glass, bro. You know the light? Like the light is still on. Man, those like cars are so bro. strong, bro. And then, and then, oh, hold on, you're telling me yeah. you're one of those people what? are the reason why there's so much traffic in the morning? Are you telling me you're one of those people? <laughs> I call my dad, I'm like, dad, hey, because luckily, normally he leaves like two hours before me. He leaves like 4 a.m. in the morning. Um, lucky, this, this day I was leaving like 6 o'clock. I'm like, hey, dad, um, I just got in the car, on the freeway, like right at the entrance. He's like, all right, don't worry then. And he calls me after 20 minutes. He's like, hey, there's traffic. I'm like, dad, I'm the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy that calls traffic. Yeah, okay, the was it the freeway entrance? So you blocked the whole freeway? I, I blocked the whole freeway entrance. Stuff. And then, <laughs> that's a big no, deal, bro. It was like the entrance and the first lane. So, 
So everyone's going crazy. Everyone's was going mental. It's like, hey, babe, get the F out of the way. Da, 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 da. Yeah, but I see. I don't see that. See, I hate people like that. What? Like you're in an accident. Yeah. You know, like how the if you can move, what will I move? Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Know. Like I remember I was driving my car, yeah. and I was going peak hour. You know, I left work about three thirty, and I'm going over the Westgate Bridge going home. Mm-hmm. My car decides to stop. Mm-hmm. It stopped on the middle of the Westgate Freeway. Lucky, I had the sign in front of me that tells you if you're stopped, call this number. Yeah. I call this number and all you see the lane change telling you to drift one way. You know? Oh, and I'm saying this no, when I start from my car. The phone call. Yeah. From the phone call. Straight away. They, they, the they do it straight away. They tell people hey. move one side because there's a stopped car. Yeah. So I'm sitting there trying to trying to like, you know, rig like reignition my car. Yeah. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Mm. Every dua under the sun. Yeah. All of a sudden you you know, you remember everything you learned as a kid, you know? <laughs> so I'm trying, I'm trying, and before you know it, I started it and I, and I kept going, you know? Yeah. People beeping. Boop, 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 man. Like, nah, you know? nah. I feel bad for people that are stuck in the road mm. and they're getting thrashed. Like, mm. they're just getting ripped by everyone. Mm. And you're you just ever like, they, 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 <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Sometimes I want to help. I'll look. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, no, but sometimes I want to help. And then sometimes I'm just like, oh, like, you know, you just want to get through your day. Like, you don't, yeah, you know, yeah, like, know, like, know. But, I mean, once I, at the plaza, this lady was stopped at the traffic light. Bro, I don't understand how people don't realise. She's got her hazard lights on. She's at the traffic light. Obviously, something's wrong with her car, and they're thrashing her with a bit. Bro, just get in the other lane, man. Yeah. Like, sure there's two lanes to turn around, and they're thrashing. I get out. I talk to her. She's like, and she's, bro, she's bugging out, man. Like, she's like, all the people yelling at me. Everyone's beaming me. Can't they see I'm struggling? I'm yeah. like, oh, do you need help? Whatever. She's like, no, no, someone's coming to help me now. She's like, oh, look, I'm just sick of these people. Yeah. Bro, but, like, it makes the situation worse. Bro, they, they, they gassed it, gas it up. Like, if you just left yeah. her, her car was too heavy to move anywhere. It was too packed. Like, you can't, you can't yeah. start rolling anywhere. I'm, I'm yeah. no hulkier, but. But what I mean is like everyone's just slamming a beep at her. Like everyone just give a break, bro. She's obviously having a bad day. Everyone makes it worse. Yeah. Have you ever seen? Have you seen those people that there's a car crash inside of the road? They're slowing down. They're getting a car crash. <laughs> <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen that. I'm like, I've this, never this seen is L. Like I was, I was trying. Like it happened down there, and the car crash is down there as well. So the guy who's looking, he gets in a car accident. I'm like, okay, I'm not looking at all, bro. I'm, 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 I'm driving ahead. But yeah, what would you gonna say? Now just about like phones, like. How addicting is phones to you guys? Like, you know, you guys just travelled. Um, Ibi went to Bali. Um, you guys both went to Bali. Ibi went to Italy by himself. That kind of thing. Like, phones, are you addicted even when you travel? Like, do you always want to post stuff? No. Because, you know, like, some, some of us have travelled. Some of us are going to travel. And we're trying to go through that mindset. Like, should we be posting every day? Or should we even use our phone? I went to... I, went to, I didn't go to Bali by myself. I went... I travelled there by myself. To and Bali? I, no, no, to Italy. Yeah. I did the travelling th- on the way there by myself to meet up with my girlfriend and her family because mm-hmm. they already went there. I had to finish off my uni and my soccer. How nice is Italy? Because Italy looks, some of the pictures look sick. Racist. <laughs> Racist? Yeah. Oh, about that stuff in Italy. Yeah. Hey, how about that, man? Oh, look, but to be fair, when I met them, man, some of them never seen a Muslim before. They didn't understand why I couldn't eat pork. Oh. I went to little towns, man. No, no, see, see I, I was talking to my girlfriend about it. She's Italian. We're talking about it and her brother, he's the biggest Juventus supporter I know. Yeah. And we're talking about it and like, for them, they don't see what's wrong. They're actually trying to help. They're actually not racist at all. They've just never seen it before, so yeah. they're not used to it. So like if you go to a m- see, like, if you go to America, Australia, racism spikes, and then all these people jump in and try to level it by trying to bring it back, yeah. where racism's never there, so this is weird to them. Well, Italy? Yeah. Italy. No, I know in the soccer they are, but I'm saying in general, day-to-day life, they see a black guy, they see a white guy, they see a Muslim, they don't change. They don't care. And they make jokes because they think it's normal. Like, I played at an Italian soccer club. They, they see a black coach. They're like, oh, it's dark time. I can't see him. And they just laugh, but they think it's funny. But if you take the piss out of them, they don't care. What the hell is going on? They don't care. <laughs> uh, they, they don't care. Like they, for them, it's normal. Mm. So anyway, when I went to Italy, I, I explained to her. So I went to go meet up with my girlfriend's family there. They were in South South Italy in Sicily. Now I get there, 
I'm traveling. And talk about phones, I just downloaded heaps of like podcasts. Or mm. Podcasts are hard because when you're not, I, yeah. I like podcasts when you're driving because you don't need to see anything. Yeah. But like when, you, when you're on a flight or something, I like to watch movies or yeah. TV shows. it's visual too. Yeah, visual. So yeah. It's something to keep you engaged. Because, I mean, if I was going to go to sleep, maybe. I don't know how people listen to podcasts and don't do anything. No, see, so that's, that's, that's a bit hard for me. It's psycho, that's not normal. Like, they just sit there. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> they they can't, can't sit yeah. still. I do that. I do that, honestly. I can't, because I want to concentrate. <laughs> yeah, see, I came home to, I came home I, to this guy. The podcast isn't, like, that see. deep. It's just, like, it's a bonus. It's not, like, it's everything. Yeah, like, you add, you add me, on. For me, I say, like, that, that podcast I watched of Joe Rogan and Naval, and he, he's just really, really good podcast. Like, I could not listen on the podcast app, but I'd rather watch it on, on the YouTube, YouTube app because yeah, vi- visual, visual, you visual, concentrate, you know? yeah. Because I, w- I like to see his reaction. I want to see his mm. his expressions. I see that more. Mm. I see whether you know. I read people in that sense, you know. Mm. Anyway, so let me go back to Italy. So I was traveling and I went to Malaysia, and then from Malaysia, see, I, I like traveling. I like being by myself a lot. Like I love that stuff. But then when you're in Malaysia by yourself, you're there for four hours. You're just sitting there waiting for your next flight, and you're in the it gets pits. to you sometimes. Like, yeah, like it's nice, but like it's nice because you get to do your own thing. You can walk wherever you want. You don't have to wait for no one. In that sense. Anyway, so f- fast forward, I from Malaysia I had to go to Netherlands, mm. Amsterdam, and from Amsterdam I had to run to my next flight because we landed really late and I, there was only an hour between my connecting. So now because we landed late, I only had half an hour. But mind you, that's boarding, so they're yeah. already boarding. I was the last one in line. I just I gunned it there. I ran so fast there. I got to Sicily, and now obviously after a twenty-seven hour, it was all up twenty-seven hours of flying. God. I get there, I go straight to the toilet, I freshen up because I feel like crap. Now, as soon as I get to the that thing where the luggage comes out, the turntable, I start overthinking. I'm like, but what if my luggage doesn't come out right now? What if my luggage doesn't come out right now? Don't jinx it. No, no, no. You listen. can't jinx it. So yeah. I'm sitting there. You have to go in and say, my luggage is coming. No, but I don't know. I started, I've I seen it, but it's not it. What happened was, oh, <laughs> I seen a Netherlands sign, yeah? Mm. And I sat there and it went, 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 went. And I thought because I freshened up for so long, Everyone was already gone. And I went to it. And there was no bags. It said finished. And bro, I already started buckling. And I was like, wow. And then I looked at it. I'm like, oh, it's the wrong flight. Oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. I went to the next one. So we're seeing everyone else's. Because I thought I was so late by freshening up. Like I was in the toilet. And I thought when I came, everyone already left. Mm-hmm. So then I seen everyone. And then I started noticing people on the same flight as me. I'm like, oh, it's not even the right company. I didn't even look. I just read Netherlands. Mind you, I was buckled. Like, I was, all I wanted to see was Amsterdam. I wasn't even thinking normal. I sat there, and it hit, wasn't coming. It didn't come. Now, mind you, everywhere I've traveled in my life, I've been able to speak. My, let it be Egypt when I was younger, Dubai when I lived there, and Australia. I haven't traveled that in Malaysia, much. Malaysia, in other countries, you can get away with English. Yeah, Mal- in Malaysia, I could get away with English easy, especially airport, but I didn't leave the airport. Yeah. So everyone, obviously, in the airport is probably required to speak English because yeah. you got to speak with tourists. Now, anyway, so I landed there. And I'm in south of Sicily, uh, south of uh, Italy, Sicily. This is where people don't care. Like, they, they don't need to speak, they don't care if they don't speak, like, if you go to Rome, they'll speak English. If you to work at the airport, you need to work, they're a bit more professional. Yeah. Sicily's not professional. They're the type to, like, dip their hand into your luggage, that type of stuff, you know? Because, what, do they get many tourists all year? Do you know? No, not as many, but you know what I mean? But, like, they're like. It's just the way they are. They, yeah, yeah, that's just they are. They're just real are. laid back, nothing's real professional. Now, anyway, so I get there, I, go, I walk up to the guy, the luggage guy, man. I'm hoping this guy speaks English. Mm. Doesn't speak a word of English. Right. Oh my brother, where's my suitcase? <laughs> Please help me. Where's my suitcase? I can't speak to anyone. Don't know how to speak to anyone. He's like, no. And he gives me a sheet of paper. Starts telling me to fill it out, my address and stuff. What are you do with my address? He asked me. I put my phone number. The only phone number I had was my Australian one. I didn't have a SIM card yet. Yeah. Mm. He started trying to call it on the spot to see if it works. <laughs> it's not gonna work. Bro, I was bugging out, man. He started calling it. So anyway, 
I started getting angry. I walked into the back of this thing trying to look for my suitcase. Because mm-hmm. it was like a lost suitcase place. It was all like suitcases. I'm like, oh, maybe my suitcase is in here. And they didn't realize. I started looking at it. So then I started walking away to get Wi-Fi to speak to my girlfriend and her family to see like where the address is, the phone number. I, I don't understand nothing. But Italian is so far from what we know. You guys have traveled. It's like going like Spain, Portugal. When you guys were there, imagine yeah. speaking, but you're not speaking to people that speak both, just their language. We kind of experienced that at the we, start. We used to just point that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never feel so far like out of your depth, yeah? yeah. yeah. And I... um. Google Translate. Oh, no, I cu- but I couldn't get Wi-Fi. And this guy was getting angry because right next to him there was no Wi-Fi. And where I was like 30 meters away to walk off was a Wi-Fi. So every time I walked there, he'd be like, Mr. Mr. And he'd call me back. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to get Wi-Fi, man. Just relax, trying to get some message. And he's like, give me address. Like, he was asking for address. Oh, bro, I can't. And I was bugging out. And I'm like, man, can the family come in? Like, his door's open, yeah? And they can come in. And he's like, no, 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 no. Exactly like it's the end of the world if they came in to help me, man. Anyway, when I walked out, I was like, bro, I walked out with no luggage. Didn't even get anything. I didn't give him the so shit. You no oh, luggage. So you never got it? I just left it and I said, I'll call my travel insurance. Okay, I'll get money back. I didn't know what I was going to do. Do you have travel insurance? Yeah, I travel insurance. Yeah, I mean, hey, us, listen, you no, guys I, are Africans, but like, yeah, <laughs> travel insurance? I'm going all the way to Italy. I don't even know what's there, yeah. bro. Like, I don't even know what's... I don't know how to, I'm going by myself. No way, I'm not getting travel insurance. I cover myself $15,000, bro. Whatever's in that suitcase. No, anyway, fast forward. I get there, finished, yeah. and I walk out, and her dad's laughing at me. He thinks it's funny. <laughs> He's taking the piss. I'm like, bro, it's not funny, bro. Come on, man. And he walks out. To a little police station outside, and he starts yelling a Italian name. He starts yelling Santi, something like that. And they come out, and they start talking Italian. Look at me. They're laughing at me because I'm like all like sad and stuff on my feet, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm dead, yeah. And they laugh at me. He's like, "You have your bag in two days when you go to Rome." Oh, I'm going to Rome. I didn't even know I was going to Rome. I thought I was just going to Sicily. No one told me I was going to Rome. Yeah. They forgot to tell me. Yeah. The bag was still in the Netherlands. See, I remember when I told you I rushed, yeah. but they didn't have enough time to take the flight off the flight and get it to the yeah. thing. So when I got to Rome. I mean, when I got back to that, in two days, I had to come back to that flight yeah. to go to Rome. I just realized, how on earth did they know it was in the Netherlands? Because, when, no, because, like, they didn't tell me straight away. Oh. Like, he, he said, oh, I'll figure it out. I'll find it for you. Don't okay, worry. Yeah. And Because her dad knew him. Oh. They're like, no one, and they even told me, like, they were telling me, no one's going to touch anything in your thing. Don't worry. Yeah, okay, like, no, nothing like yeah, that. Yeah. They told me nothing, nothing, uh, yeah. sketchy. When, when, when did you go on your trip? This was last year. I left September 13th. Uh, the day is, after Easter's birthday. Is, it's, yeah. is Italy somewhere, like... Is Italy somewhere like you encourage people to go to? Like, was it that nice? Everywhere was nice. I'm telling you, man. Like, I was How in a, Rome. I'll, I'll explain. Rome, you're going to bug out when I tell you some, a story about Rome. I have a good story for Rome. Yalla. But Sicily, I was there. I was, I was in between. I only went for three weeks. So I was at, in Rome for 10 days. I went to Turin to go watch Juventus. Mm-hmm. Turin's like fancy. Mm-hmm. Went to watch, you know, Ronaldo. That, yeah, that Ronaldo guy. Yeah, 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 I went to watch him. And, um, cute, <laughs> <laughs> Second best, yes. Um, no. And then I went down to Sicily. I went to a little town. I'm talking the town had like 2,000 people like it wasn't that big and um, everyone including bro I've never felt like I was at home like that I couldn't speak a word to them they were all the nicest people mm. I was so nervous bro like I'm like they're going to judge me man they've never seen a Muslim before they don't know what Muslim is bro like I thought I was like a hassle to my girlfriend's family because I needed always halal food or like it was so hard to find halal oh it wasn't hard to find halal food in Rome they were telling me go here go here go there but when I got there I'm like I asked and the workers didn't even know what halal food is that's when I tell you the work is in Food stores. You know what's halal? What do you mean halal? Yeah. And like you try to tell, you can't even speak their language. You try to tell them how they cut and stuff. Nah, bro, just forget about it. <laughs> so yeah. just, I just, I just, I just <laughs> give me some fish. Give me some fish, bro. I'm good. Yeah. Now, in, yeah, in Sicily, they were amazing. Everyone was nice. Everyone treated me like family. That's mad. I, could, I, I was telling my girlfriend, even if you weren't there, and I went there, I would still feel comfortable. It's Obviously, it would be a struggle to talk. Now, when I was in Rome, I think I went to Rome. So two days in, I went to Rome, and then I was there for like four days, maybe three days actually. 
So it's been like five days I haven't spoken English. I haven't spoken English. First time, man. I speak a lot. Mm-hmm. I haven't spoken. I only speak to my girlfriend and her brother. To contain yourself, bro. bro. I was no, but actually, I wasn't. I didn't mind it. Sometimes you like to just shut up and just watch everyone talk. Were you singing like voice messages at night? Yeah, yeah. Just, no, it's just pretty crazy. He says he likes being alone, like he likes having alone, but he talks a lot. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. It's very different. But I talk to myself like a lot. So, 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 so much. Huh? You know, I do security every day. Yeah, but you'd be talking for four, five, six hours. I'm talking to myself only. What do you say? What do you say to yourself? Captured you again. Hey, you look in the mirror and say, "I'm the security guard." You gotta gas yourself up before every. So listen, in Rome. So I'm in Rome. I just lie about my look at my. My birthplace and my age. I'm 32. I was born in Brazil, what? Sao Paulo. To yourself, you lie to yourself. Uh, to, to the people who uh, are walking around. So, <laughs> are you where are you from? I'm, uh, I'm from Sao Paulo. Yeah, I, I know, but I often do that too. I say I'm yeah. from Brazil, Mexico, some yeah. random stuff, man. What do you watch this team? Oh, yeah, and then I love languages, yeah. So, so I know a bit of a bit of a yeah, yeah. language. I drop some words. Oh, what is going on? Yeah, but one day you're gonna walk into a Brazilian and they're gonna yeah, be like, oh, they're gonna tell you Brazilians. They're gonna tell you the streets and you'll be like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, I didn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I actually left when I was like three months old. <laughs> Anyway, when I was in Rome, so f- just perspe- perspective, I haven't talked to anyone five days in English, mm-hmm. other than my girlfriend and her brother. Other than that, I haven't spoken to anyone, and I'm with people all the time, but they're always talking, and I'm just out of the loop, which I don't mind. Now, I'm walking down the street, and now when I tell you everyone's nice, and I've seen some people that look Arab, yeah? Mm. Everywhere. Everywhere. In Rome. And I'm walking around, and it's late night, about 10 o'clock at night. I used to go to this kebab store every day. And nice kebabs? Amazing, halal, Turks. It's a beautiful place, bro. I, there, there's a lot of food. No, there's kebab stores everywhere, bro. Yeah, kebabs are everywhere. Bro, think kebabs. about it, like shawarma, kebabs. They got them everywhere. everywhere bro. All the North Africans are there. Yeah, in Europe, I've realized yeah, that yeah. last time. Tell us the own story, because then we can. Okay, so I'm walking, and then we go into this little milk bar store, a little pop-up store, and we get some lollies, and um, I go to now my the family walk off, and I take a step back to. When I think about stories, I think about like this could have easily not happened if I didn't do something, you know. Mm, so yeah. I walk back to put the wrapper in the bin. If I just held on to the wrapper, this would never happen. I put the wrapper in the bin, mm. and some guy goes to me, "Ciao bello, hello, like like hello, good looking, like nothing." It was, this is how they say oh. hello. No, 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 that's no. not nothing, Kevin. No, no, no. That's how they say. Alright, like, we get it. You're good looking. Every time I tell this story, everyone says, "Oh, like, did you like it?" No, that's not the point, man. The point. He's a nice guy. So listen, my fa- the government's family trained me to say, if someone speaks to you, say non capito. Or something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Non capito is in Italian to say, I don't speak Italian. Non capito Italiano. But I kept saying, no comprende, because all the movies I watch, all Spanish. Uh. <laughs> so listen, I thought I'd get out of it. I'm like, no comprende. And I walked oh, off. I dipped. I dipped. I, and he looked at me and goes, ah, Espanol. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what the hell, bro? <laughs> and I said, bro, I'm in, I'm in the pizza. Oh, yell out to my girlfriend's brother because he speaks. My girlfriend speaks Italian, but he speaks every dialect. Like, because yeah. my girlfriend speaks only in Sicily. She can't speak in Rome. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. So I'm like, I yell out to him. His name Tori. I'm like, Tori. Comes out, goes him, no Egypto. He don't speak. And he told, like, I heard Egypto. He's like, so I'm walking off. And he told him I'm Egyptian. I'm like, yes. He bailed me out. I'm dipping. I'm going back to family. Arabic. Hits me with Arabic, Egyptian Arabic. Oh no. And I'm not gonna say what he said, but he said it in English translation. He says, I bet you understand me now. I've never cracked my neck so hard. <laughs> bro, I snapped my neck. I said, and he looked at me and he had the cheeky smile. Like, now you understand me. I'm like, say that again? And bro, not only have I not spoken to someone in English. Then he's going to say Jamil. He's going to start complimenting no, you in Arabic. No, this guy was Arab, bro. He was speaking bit Arabic. He started telling me he's Egyptian. He's come down. He's, lived, he's worked in Germany. He's worked. And then he looked at me. He's like, if uh, you open your eyes in Rome, you'll see everyone here is Arabic. Adam. He said, everyone here is Adam. I'm like, I looked around, bro. Every corner, bro. 
They're drug dealers. The word, <laughs> bro, I'm telling you. So Is that many Arabs? Everywhere. So That's I good became, though. I like to hear that. I became close. I mean, there's, there's the good and bad. I went. I became close friends with the kebab guy. I walk in one day. I start talking. How close? Very close. Oh. And <laughs> Pretty ne- close. Ne- ne- never cheated on my chow girlfriend. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I whipped out the chow bed law. Uh, no. No, anyway, and um. I one day walk into the, I come out, we do the Coliseum and all that, and I come out the train station, and that's where the kebab store is. I walk in, I see, I mean, I walk past, I see heaps of cops. Sticky beak, I'm like, I'll go suss it. I see him there, sitting, crying. Sitting on the table, my, the guy I'm close with, I became close friends with. I went, to, I used to go there every night to talk to him. Every night. I'd go get some food, and I'd sit there and talk to him sometimes. And he would, um, he was crying there on the table with some papers. And I remember walking up to him and I said, what's wrong? And only in Arabic I could speak to him. Mm. And which was already hard enough because he spoke a different dialect. So he had to come to my dialect because in Arabic, because mm. I speak bare. Like, like the, the, I, don't, I speak the bare minimum is what I mean. So I was speaking to him and he started telling me like they're trying to kick me out. He's like, it's my, and he, he after telling me all this, he's telling me all the struggles he went through. He's like, I was on a ship, came here six months homeless. My mum thought I was dead. First thing, some, some Arabs gave me a phone. I called my mum. My mum was crying to me. He said, we were rich in my town. But all the bombs, they liquidated all the bank accounts. No one gave anyone no money. I left here so I can make some money to take it back to my family. Bro, and I was so embarrassed. I was wearing clean shoes. But every time I came in, I was wearing new shoes. I felt so bad, bro. Never, nothing made me feel so bad. I was so embarrassed. You know everything you complain about in your life? These guys, bro, they would die for it. Mm. You come home to a clean house where this guy's wearing Crocs. And he said, after this, he has to go do cleaning in the same shoes. Just understand, wallahi, I was so shook. I'm wearing clean t-shirt every day. It's getting washed, given back to me, dry. Like, do, you, do you know what I mean when I say this? And he, um, he said to me, bro, they're ripping me. These cops don't get off my back. I have the papers. I'm allowed to be here. I've got my papers. Mm. My boss is here. He told him. And he said, you know what's funny? He's like, read the papers. It was his birthday. He's like, no one even said happy birthday to him. I'm like, bro, this kid is going through it. I said happy birthday to him. I sat with him for ages. He said to me, you know what? All those Arabs outside don't want to help me because I don't want to sell drugs. But I'm going to do it the right way. I want God to be proud of me. I'm going to do the right way. I don't want to make shame on my mom, my, mom, my dad, my family. He said to me, they said to me, they walk past them every day. They say, if you want to make it out, sell drugs. And I, I noticed them. They're wearing Gucci, Balenciaga. They're wearing the nicest club. But they're sitting on the corners. And I was saying, bro, this is it. And now this kid's in France. He still messages me randomly. Oh, saying, he's in help. France. Bear contact. He messages oh, me saying, I hope you're well. He's 23 years old. He used to be a boxer. He's our age because young I tell him come to Australia bro My brother has a building company Like I'll, I'll give him a job man yeah. I said live with me Just come He says very far He says and, Bro this guy has nothing he goes, Where's he from? What country? Tunisia oh, And he said to me if, he said, You know what he said to me bro Even if he has nothing He used to tell me Anyone that you know comes to Rome Well obviously he's not in Rome anymore He said I'll, I'll let them stay with me I'll, re- I'll treat them like family Just Anyone that you know Is yeah. family to me now Bro, and I'm like, bro, this guy has nothing. He's willing to give everything. Yeah, that's, that's, that's and we have, so, we have, we have so much, and we buckle. Bro, we don't even want to give someone a free lift. That's why. Yeah. That's why I like this guy a lot. All I'm serious. Who's this guy? A Yusuf. Because uh, yeah. what he has already now, he's making the most of it. He's working socks off every I'm... single day. And me, me, he's working security, getting the money. Oh, you know, I like, I like, I like my shoes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and 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 like me and him travel to Bali. Uh, we just got back. We travelled on November twentieth. We went for eleven days, and like obviously we had the heaps of fun. We did everything. We lived the, our best life. A very beautiful country. But, bro, I was looking at my brother the other day. He was throwing a tantrum. I have a younger brother, eight years old, nine years old, and I'm looking at him. And it was late night, and I looked at him. I'm like, do you know? I just came back from Bali. I'm telling you, kids, no shoes, nothing on their feet, nothing to eat, nothing in their stomach. Mm. We're coming trying to sell me bracelets yeah. for like ten cents. Smart. He's smiling. And they were smiling, bro. They, were, they shook about less than my little brother, bro. Little brother's got a PlayStation in my brother's room, my room. 
got a big TV in, and he's complaining. I said, bro, I, I, I unloaded on him. I explained everything, bro. Like, you know these kids, man, you have nothing to complain about. They, they would die just to even have a bed. Don't tell me you, don't tell me, don't talk about nothing. How did you take it all in? No, he sat there, he didn't say a word. But it's different when you explain it to him. He can't understand. He, can't understand. he needs to see it. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to drag him there and let him see. Are you the same, Yusuf? Like, you have this mentality now after traveling to Bali and stuff. Like, I, I you become more grateful, think, kind think, of thing. I think, I think, I think, just our journey itself is just a, a, a blessing in disguise. You know, I think we were always, you know, alhamdulillah, we had everything and all this sort of stuff. But we also so saw the part when we didn't have everything. Mm. You know, like obviously we lived in Dubai for a while, then we moved. You know, we kept moving from country to country occasionally. You know. So yeah, like w- w- sorry, just cut him off there. We, like we lived in Dubai. I'm talking. We, we lived in a villa. The roof is double story villas, pool. Everyone lived there. It was, it's luxury. Like everyone's driving the nicest cars. Where we lived in Dubai. But then when we came here with my mum, when my mum left Australia, I uh, left to Dubai. My mum was young. She came to Australia with nothing. We lived in Western Sydney. I'm talking Wiley Park. We lived in a little apartment. Three of us in one. All of us in one room. Me, him, my older brother. We went from my old. Like, to give you some perspective, my brother's room in Dubai is twice the size of this room. Just for him. And we went into a room half the size of this for three of us. We didn't change nothing for us. So imagine... And, so and we had the... This, twi- this room six by six. So imagine double this. And, no, and, 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 and he had a balcony. And he had, every, he had a balcony in his room. I'm talking, there was, so we there was a room... Put it this way. We had, everyone had their own room to everybody having... One room one that was room. half the size. Yeah. And the thing is, we, ha- we had the choice. We got told, do you want to stay with your mum or do you want to stay with dad? We still picked our mum. Living in... Western Sydney, Wiley Park. My brother went to Punchbowl High, man, the worst school in Australia. Punchbowl boys, it, we didn't care. We did, for us, I, we, I, I don't we know. Even we, lived, we even lived in Noble Park before we went back to Sydney. To we, that's we, even worse than Punchbowl. Yeah, nah. I remember there was one story, we had a murder on our street. It was yeah, actually on yeah, the yeah, news. Yeah, yeah. Our, family no up, our family got chopped up next door. We, my, my auntie had to come pick us up. Swear to God. And I've lived in Dubai so, where the people live... Like so kids, I just, yeah. we've seen both. And would and I change? Would you think back and you say, would you change anything? Not a chance. Nah, and, because and, two different and, countries. One's teaches you independency, and that's what we learnt in Australia. And in Dubai, unfortunately, it's just a life of spoiled. You know, you're very spoiled. You're very, uh, you know, you know how for us, for you to catch a bus, you have to find the route. You have to find the bus number. Does it even pass your spot? You have to walk. But well, life for school, the bus will come to your house at a certain time. Will pick you up and drop you off. Mm. You know, come to your doorstep, cuz. No. Beep twice, you're out. At certain times, we had a, dri- a personal taxi driver just come pick us up. Yeah. And no, we knew. Yeah. And, and no, 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 listen. And then we've come to Australia, it didn't even change anything. We would chase buses. We didn't care. It never, we never ever, never ever as brothers did we look back and say, oh, man, do, do you remember, like, we didn't have to do this, bro? We loved, I think we loved it way more. We used to we used to we used to move houses. We'd move houses. And we'd go dis- discover everywhere, learn all the bus routes. We'd find yeah, our own way there. I love I, I love when you move houses and you drive in and you find a new shortcut to your house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, which that's what happened. We moved from Sydney to Melbourne. We yeah. went to moved into Windenville before yeah. we went to Williams Landing. And literally, we tell my mum, "Mum, we'll see you at Maghrib. It's like a curfew kind of thing, yeah. you know." And we just go out all day. Yeah. What's here? What's that? What's we're, this? We're, what's we're that? We're always what's learning this? the area. Yeah. 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 But we, we never, but we never looked at it like, oh, we're in the. We pits never looked at it as a, we never looked at it as a disadvantage. We looked at it as a new, new way of life, or a, mm. we took it, we took it as if it's like, this is where we are now. Yeah. It's know? the path. Yeah. You're not looking at it like it's gonna stop you. Yeah. And you know that house we lived, uh, that it's funny because we slowly moved up. Like the house we moved lived in Sydney, three of us in one room. We moved to Windervale. Me and him were sharing a room. My older brother got his own room. Now we live in Williams Landing. We all got a room each. So slowly we built up to where we were. And you know you value it more. And that's what I mean, because you worked it because. 
When I go back to Dubai, I went back there. We both went back there separate times. Yeah, you guys had dinner with Mufti Mink, didn't you? No, just him. Yeah, Who's going I, took there? A, I took a photo with him, and then that. Ali's like, uh, but you just had dinner. I'm like, oh, oh thanks. <laughs> just put you, back in, put you back in your place. Talk about that, talk about that. We'll go in a sec. We'll go, we'll go, we'll go talk about Bali in a minute, yeah, yeah. and then we'll talk, because you talked about the phone, you know, yeah. and social media and Bali. You know, it's funny, we, me and my friends, we were there for six, with six people, hmm. you know, and, and obviously we're, we're all close friends, but traveling or being with somebody for 11 days, can be challenging like you said you so know? difficult and I learned that the hard way in the first three days and I'll tell you straight myself like I've got the smallest, like the shortest views you know I even thought I had anger management as a kid and slowly slowly I developed that well I'm being serious I used to snap over, over little things I used to bash him <laughs> over socks for example or for a juice box and I'm talking about a straight hook you know a straight punch because I lose it you know and then I realise I'm hurting the people I care yeah. about and stuff so when we were in Bali and you talk about phones we always said we always joked who's going to be on the phone the most or who's you know, but subhanAllah, even though we, we share where we're at, not as a perceptive that we're having the best time, but we wouldn't show our bad times either. But then the bad times, we're sort of happy that we solved it in within ourselves. Mm. You know, and we learn about, I learned, or me being reflective, I learned a lot about my, my friends, how they are as people, how they are in, in a collective. And I learned about myself and how I am and how I influence or you know, can affect mm. the people around me as well. So I've got to be mindful it's, as well. It, there's like, there's certain things you can do with friends. Like you can have a mate and you go out for dinner with him, you play soccer with him, you play FIFA with him, but you don't learn like when you travel Correct, or yeah. live with him or even start a business thing like this, this podcast, this kind of thing. I've learned so much about these boys, yeah. even Ali, even Sohail. It's yeah. like you have a relationship, but it's so much different when you do something that's yeah. not ordinary. Yeah, and it unmasks everyone. Like you see everyone, when we're traveling, you see everyone 24 hours. Like obviously bar sleep, but I'm saying like, as in you see them first moment when they wake up. You see what they like when they wake up. You see what they like before they sleep. You see what they like on a bad day, on a good day. Because not every day is a good day, obviously. Everyone, says, everyone says when, when you get like you can have a girlfriend your whole life, but once you get married to her, you're different. Yeah. You're living with well, they, her. Yeah, when you live with her, yeah, or something, yeah, like, yeah. when you, they say travel with your girlfriend, you see what she's like, and or travel with your wife or whoever it is, your yeah. fiance, and then you figure out who she is. And I, I get them because not only are you guys always around each other, but you're always in, you're in different environments, out yeah, of your yeah, comfort yeah, yeah. zone, mm-hmm. how they pass out. Yeah. Different yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's hungry, and when you're hungry and tired, oh. everyone reacts differently. <laughs> and it's hot too. Bali and yeah. Malaysia, when it's humid, it's like it some people get more stressed. I'll be honest, us boys, we we we're all very close. The boys we went with, super close. Um, we all share the same interests. Like we're all like into football, but I mean some more than other. But we all like similar things, so we were all very close, and um, we travel together. And you learn who to push whose button. So like you can push someone's buttons a bit more than you could push someone else's. Don't put on, when you can tell when someone's getting triggered. Like when Yusuf was getting triggered, everyone's like, alright, enough, enough, enough. Let's start gunning on someone else. Because that's what it was, it was just about banter. Mm. You start oh, gunning at other people. Yeah, that's just how it is. With yeah, no, but that's like, how boys are. Like you just, like, if there's nothing happening, someone will just bring something up and try gunning gun it at you. Yeah, and, then, like, and it'll just spark it. Because yeah. you're not doing that, it's not fun. <laughs> and like at different times, <laughs> at different times, someone wasn't having a bar of it. Mm. And then you had to allow it. Mm. Because if you didn't, then it was going to spark. We didn't allow it with Yusuf. And everyone kept gunning at him, and he c- snapped. Yeah, back to his old ways. Yeah, he hooks, snapped. Hooks, hooks. Oh, you could take. You know, when you're angry, you can take so much more people than you normally can. I know. Oh, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anger, yeah, yeah. Just, but probably take all of us. Yeah, yeah, you could, but hundred percent. But him, all of us. Look, now the security's cut. The security's cut. The security. I'm talking. The Brazilian. I've got severe, severe, severe anger management. I'm talking. Like I cracked a glass on my brother's head. Glassy. <laughs> yeah, crack it. You're watching too many movies. <laughs> What's that happened? I started crying. I thought it was like pop, like in the movies, like no, 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 <laughs> and they get up and like yeah, <laughs> like I smashed it and then and then. And How then old are you? How old are you? Last week. You eight. 
Yeah, nine. Did you do the ones where you're like, oh, you can hit me back, you can snap a glass, no, man. No, 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 don't tell no, anyone. No, no, no. How old was he? He was like six or something. Nah, you're sad. Oh, I was fucked. I was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, and then, and then, stuff on about. And then, guess what happened after that? Is I started crying. Like, I, I took a cry for like three hours straight. I'm like, Tears are you joy? stupid? I'm like, Tears of joy. <laughs> I'm like, like you could have killed him. Yeah, I think it happened to me as well once. You know how me and Ibrahim used to sleep in the same room. We had a, a bunk bed. Mm. The bottom one was a double bed. The top one was a single bed. Yeah. My brother used to watch fall asleep watching movies. Yeah. Uh, everybody loves sleeping on the edge. You know, yeah. one leg out, one leg in. You yeah. know that kind of thing. Brother, Ibi changed directions of how he slept. The laptop <laughs> fell on my face. Bro, I didn't even think twice. I got up. Whack. Instant. Instant, bro. I see this I guy. Sleeping. Black eye. Black <laughs> no, no, no. What happened was I what? fell asleep and when I changed position while the movie was going, I rolled, threw it off. And then it hit me. And it smashed him. Like a nice but the thing yeah. is, <laughs> But the thing is, he says he punched me. I don't remember this. Because you don't have a sleep. Yeah. 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 So I slapped him. You know one of those ones? You run to the freezer, get the peas, don't tell mum, don't say nothing. That was yeah, one of those ones, you know? And I, I probably yeah. was crying as well. I, I started crying. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. So <laughs> I, I swear to God. And then, like, I legit have a technique nowadays, a technique to calm down the anger. I'm sure you're pissed off right now. I swear to God, one, two, three, we've realized there's times where I'm around you guys and I'm burning. We've seen and it. Something trust, someone me, said, trust me, we've spoken about it when you're not in the room. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm burning, I'm burning. And then in my head, because I say, I either go to the toilet or I do something else. And I. I literally say break it down. See, okay, if I hit someone or lose my shitting at someone, what does like, what do you gain? Mm. Nothing. Okay, does that ruin the relationship between you and the person? Yes, sort of. Is it is, is it a good thing? Is that what you want to do? What you want to do right now? Nope. Stop. I came back in and then I, I probably, I'm still, probably still fuming, mm. but it's gone. It's paused. It's paused. It's controlled. Are, yeah. are you the same? You said what kind of. No, nah, for me, so like, if he, if he would test me, like, there was times when he, <laughs> he realized that I'm not as aggressive as I used to be. So, you know, like, if he would slap me or touch me, and like, oh, he didn't react, you know? So he kept testing. I was like, hey, you like, stop, you know? And <laughs> That's like, the max okay, now. Yeah, you know? No, but <laughs> even, even till now, like, even when we play soccer, he still gets pressed. But the thing is, he only knows he can come at me because he doesn't want to. He's like you. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to snap it at anyone else. Mm. But he snaps at me. But sometimes, when I've had enough, then he realizes. Yeah. And he'll come on. Sometimes it's not even my fault. Yeah. But he'll snap, and it'll be even soccer. I'm talking about even recent. Like it could be recent. But. I saw you do it a few weeks ago. Huh? I saw you do it a few weeks ago. Did you? Yeah. Were you there? Melvin, Melvin stuffed up. The coach says, "What's wrong with you, Melvin? You lost that the coach." Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Nations. Yeah. I remember. So, I remember. Yeah. Like so. It was it was a good story. I didn't know you were there to be yeah, honest. And one so of the players stuffed because I was on the other side. So we were losing and we and, and we really cost. Winning three one. Nah. And then and then Melbourne stuffed oh, up three yeah. two because he slipped. He and, slipped. And, and the coach roasted the person that stuffed up. Yeah. And I lost it because before Melbourne, there's one, two, three, four, five players, you know, that could have stopped the the incident, mm-hmm. could have stopped the action. So yeah. I got frustrated because Melvin was actually. Killing it. Yeah. He was actually controlling the game. You know, he was creating. He was. So he was. Player, the, yeah, you know. Just the one mistake. It was just the one mistake. The one mistake. Like it's an unfortunate event. Yeah. You know, yeah. one. Imagine that. that. Uh, uh, the player running a muck and this guy. I'm from the other side, I'm huh? The pitch. You can I'm hear me. Ah, ah, I'm thinking, what is going on? Hey, calm down. Yeah. And I like, actually, like, <laughs> well done. <laughs> the incident I had with Ibi is the same thing. Ibi likes to press everybody. You know, when we're playing a game, like argue about everything. I just want to play. Eventually, it comes to the point where there was somebody on my team that used to like to do the same. So it'd be a conversation from that end to that end, just going at it. But the ball's not playing. No, so no, I get frustrated. What, what would happen was, 
we would argue everything. Like I said, we'd, we'd, we'd be like lawyers in football pitch. And I would do it. And I would do it so much where the other team just couldn't be bothered. Mm. And I'd just get what I wanted. And what do you mean by with the other team? What were you saying? Like, 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 with the referee, like if it's no, a corner, no, no, if it's a corner, it's not a no, corner. No, 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 he'll no, say no, it's I'm a corner. I'm talking about... No, no, I'm not talking about other... The boys, okay. I'm talking about with the boys. Yeah, yeah. No refs. Um, <laughs> we'll hire Abshaw one day. And he... Um, and sometimes they'd have enough and they'd be like, oh, you know what, to have it. <laughs> I wouldn't argue if it wasn't... If I didn't actually think it was. Like, if it... I, I'm, I'm quite honest with it, but they didn't understand that I was being honest. And... One day, one, this one time, someone else wanted to argue with me, and I was like, I love this. Let's, let's go back and forth. <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah. And he started arguing about the score, and I said to him, like, and I would flip the te- their own teammates on each other. So I'd be like, but your mate said this, and that one would start buckling, and he'd be like, yeah, I did. And then they'd be like, and I'm like, oh, that's it. And then what happened was I was doing that, and I was toying with him, and Yusuf just wanted to play because he wanted to come back because the sun's going down. As soon as the sun goes down, everyone starts cracking it because it's whoever wins by the time the sun goes down. As soon as the people oh, start, okay, stop yeah, seeing yeah. the ball. So the light, you know, you play with the sunlight. Yeah, and yeah, so I did one goal, and he just started gunning at me like, just play, just yelling, yelling out. And I was thinking, oh, he's cracked again. And I just stopped, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm stopped now. I'm just gonna get out of this team, yeah, like this game. Right. It's not worth it. Look, when, when I'm angry, I even say now, like sometimes when I'm angry, sometimes you ang- sometimes for me, I don't get angry often at all. I don't get angry at all. Mm-hmm. And I only get, when I get angry is when I get, when I don't realize why I'm like I'm stressed, but I don't know what it's, I'm stressed about. Yeah. Do you ever have that where... Yeah, you're not in control. You don't know what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, like sometimes you're just driving or you're walking around and you're like, something's annoying me right now, but I don't know what it is. So I just take time and figure out what is annoying me mm. and address it. That's good though. No, Some no. Some people I, so belittle it like, oh, I'm not even angry. I'm not angry. And, and that's it where that's, that's where it grows. So like if you stop, if you try to deny that you're angry, like the thing is everyone can see you're angry. Stop trying to act like you're, you're calm and stuff. Mm. You're not calm. Yeah, it's too late when you start denying it. Yeah, yeah. Because as soon as you deny it, you're insecure. Like if you're denying it, you're insecure about it. Mm. You know what's happening Same, deep yeah. down. Because if, if you were cool with it, you wouldn't have to deny it. If someone, said, if someone if you told me right now you're angry, I'd be like, all right, bro, stop. Like, just I don't care. Mm. Like, you wouldn't start being like, I, I swear to God, I'm not angry. I swear to yeah. God. So, but when I'm, I, I wouldn't say angry. When I'm stressed about something, I try to figure out what it is. Like, I, like the other day I was in the shops. And I'm walking around, I'm looking for something for my mum. And I was with my girlfriend, she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know, I'm pressed about something. Like, I, like something's pissing me off. You know what it was? Yeah, and I didn't know what it was. And then she was like, just rambling things. Like, maybe it's this, maybe this. And then when I figured it out, I'm like, yeah. And I addressed it, figured it out in my head, like a plan or whatever I need to do, get over it, move on. But like I should have said, like a lot of people don't even take the time to like to realize what they're angry about. Because I have that as well. Yeah. And now I'm gonna start obviously trying to take time to realize because I never did. Because I always thought it was like, oh, there's nothing. And you I'll understand? You, you you get to understand yourself a bit more, like how you think and why you get angry, what little things trigger you. You can avoid certain things. And I, I think that helps us the most. Like that help, that helps me the most, and it probably helped everyone else, especially the. Uh, Are you the, the same, Ali? With like. Managing it? Well, so I do have those days like when I am angry. Like I don't realize what it is, but then it's just something's like you can tell you you're not in the, you're not in the right mood. You're not in the, like you're not happy or there's something wrong. Mm. You just can't figure it out. But now like I'm starting to realize that you have to take the time to think about what's mm. happened, whether it was like the past week or even the, even that day what was going on, and then just get it out of the system and then just mm. move on. Because like you overthink about how big it is as well. Yeah. And that's a wrap, guys. So remember to, uh, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Remember to follow us on social media at FedDecomAU on Facebook, Insta and Twitter. Twitter. I want to also, you boys tell your socials. If people want to follow you guys, they can too. Go ahead. Yeah. My Instagram is EBM underscore. Feel free to follow. You don't have to. Um, I just wanted to say thanks guys for having us. Um, it was a pleasure. It was a good experience. Um, love to do it again soon with more people, more guests, inshallah. Hope, inshallah. I hope. Nothing but the best for this podcast. Um, my Instagram is Yusuf Muhammad. That's it.
My Instagram's for the sake of Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it for the sake of Keith? Yeah, I had a main account and then I did it, deactivated that one. It was a little private account and then, yeah, it just pops off. I made some viral videos and yeah, I'm famous. What? I love the boys. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>